Welcome back, guys, to Wrestling Ruin. <laughs> Episode 17. I, of course, am your host. <laughs> the extravagant, the incomparable. <laughs> Eddie Shepard, I'm also your podcast champion, along with... Uh, the squeaky chair gets the grease trying to last over here. <laughs> <laughs> and I am beautiful, Brandon Ain, your longest reigning and most popular... Did you say your name was Brandon Anal? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are already off the fucking rails. And we're not even a fucking minute in. Sure, why not? I'm beautiful Brandon Anal. <laughs> That's a job or if I've ever heard of one. I'm Randy Hogan. <laughs> hey, I work with the guy who and I get I get dudes over. <laughs> <laughs> and off. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh man. It's uh, WrestleMania 11! I don't have enough fingers. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania 11, guys. We are covering WrestleMania 11. Uh, we're gonna get right into it, guys, because this is gonna be a little bit of a longer show. Ooh. Uh, so go ahead and get Peacock up. It's going to be Season 11, Episode 1. So it's WrestleMania 11 on there. Uh, we're going to say 3, 2, 1, play, and we're going to get rolling. 3, 2, 1, play. The World Wrestling Federation. Oh, entertainment. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Guys, WrestleMania 11 is taking place at the Hartford Civic Center in Hartford, Connecticut. Taking place on April 2nd, 1995. Do, but do you know why? They chose the Hartford Civic Center. Why? Because it's cheap and it's close by headquarters, and it's also close to New York. So they're they're banking yeah, on yeah. LT, um, you know, being uh, super popular. I will say it, it is very weird to see a WrestleMania open with no without highlights of the wrestlers themselves. It's all it's celebrities. All celebrities. There's no like, mention of Hogan. No mention of Savage. It's all about the celebrities showing up for WrestleMania and coming out, which is bullshit. Uh, Donald Trump was there. You yeah, there, guys? And, they showed him at WrestleMania six, not even four and five. And, and, and Chuck Norris, one Ray one, Combs. one protected the co- our he country did. and and one ran it. You do the math, <laughs> <laughs> Little Richard. Oh, Burt Reynolds. Oh, Ron Shear. Oh, night. <laughs> I'm really sad that I was not the one to make that <laughs> reference, and you two were. Oh, oh yeah, uh, look at pa- that's on the that's from the Rumble, and like they're they're like starring Pamela Anderson, starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas, which is Brandon's favorite Taylor Thomas. <laughs> of all of all the the lauded the many lauded Taylor Thomases in history, they just they just showed Totoro checking. Uh, Undertaker's pulse, and then Bret no, Hart about to hit no. me with a fucking sandwich. It's Brucey. If we call him anything sorry. else, it's weird. <laughs> Bret Hart was about to have an Oreo. Get it? Oh, so, uh, <laughs> so are, are you are you kayfaving here with uh, by calling him Brucey? Like, I don't yeah, know. okay, mm-hmm. I, I I got you. <laughs> God forbid we be we we shoot with our fans. Okay, I'm gonna right. shoot on our fans. What? <laughs> what? Sorry, I would be excited if I met a fan. I don't want to. I don't want to draw attention back to the whole Brandon Anal thing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, oh, we might as well address this right here, Vince McMahon. Like, if you watch this back, we probably just missed it. But Vince was trying to welcome everybody to WrestleMania, his and his mic wouldn't work. The technical issues of this show are, are there. It is right there. Right here, it, yeah, here it is. He's like trying to welcome everybody to WrestleMania, and it fucks up. And then he's like, they start doing America Beautiful. And then he, he jumps back in. It's like, America Beautiful. Originally, the advertised band was Fishbone, um, but apparently Vince hated 
the their rendition. rendition of America the Beautiful. Uh, yeah. And th- this is actually really sweet, but at the same time, I find this kind of exploit A little bit, guys. This is actually has been done by a special Olympian, Kathy Huey. Um, and she, I mean, clearly has something um, wrong. I mean, I'm not, I don't know what was... Besides that. her choice of barber. <laughs> that's mean. That's mean. Brutus. Brutus. Can't blame it on Brutus. He's in WCW. Maybe that's the reason why but, we should have had Brutus in Money I mean, I I get it though. Like she did, she does a really really good job here. And I'm not trying to be a dick, but like she does a really great job. I it does she not look just like Kevin Von Erich? Oh, she does. She does look like Kevin Von Erich. If she would went barefoot, that's what I'm so sorry. We're not trying to get canceled this I'm just, episode. I'm just saying, like for her, like. To stand up in front of all these people with her condition and sing this song as good as she does it. Oh, absolutely. That is, that, that's tremendous. No, it's, it's absolutely incredible. And here's why, you know, barring, you know, her limitations or, or whatever, she does an excellent job. And I've seen more competent in, in the sense of like what is perceived as a great singer go and fucking bomb hardcore. It's also. It's also always been funny to me that Vince prefers America the Beautiful, beautiful instead of um, the National Anthem. The National Anthem. I think it's just to make them Excuse different. Me. Sorry, guys. He's yeah. allergic to your bullshit, Travis. Oh, I am. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but, like, I get it. Fishbone sucks. So I think this actually turned out better than Fishbone. Oh, no. No, no, uh, no. I've never heard it. of Fishbone before this or after. So I don't know if Fishbone has anything to do with the band Fish, but I'm going to lump them together, so fuck them. <laughs> also, like, we were talking about the technical issues. We'll also talk about some edits throughout this uh, pay-per-view, too. And one of the edits is um, later on, like, they show the showed the fan fest on the video, on the VHS Coliseum video, which is sitting right here on our uh, lovely table. Um, but it's, 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 for sale. it ties into the Special Olympics, though, because they show Adam Bomb with the Special Olympians, and they cut that out of the network version. Yeah, the network, mm-hmm. the Peacock version of this is kind of weird because... Some of the WWFs are bleeps, some aren't. Stridex bleep, baby! And also, guys, this is the very first show that we get the new generation logo. In the corner. Yep. I fucking hate it. She reminds me of, like, somebody else, too. Like, not being, like... I don't know. It'll probably come to me during the show. It's from a horror movie, actually. Kevin Von Erich. That's a real real life horror movie. He's the survivor. He's the final girl. (laughs) And anybody, anybody that watches this too will also hear Vince McMahon and Jerry Lawler here start talking about what is WrestleMania, like because they're attracting all these new fans with LT, so they're bringing in. Oh. All this new audience, so they have to explain what WrestleMania is to the new viewer, which was weird to me. Like, I always felt like Vince would be so proud of his product that everyone should know what WrestleMania is. From having somewhat of an advertising background, I know that people give Raw, in particularly, and some of the the WWF pay per views shit for continually telling you the same information over and over. But, but but it's absolutely necessary for growing your product because um, you don't know when someone turns in. <laughs> here, I love the mis- tunes in the mash of music here too. By the way, they look like stars though. Like there's no doubt about it, they look like stars. But why they're in there with the Blue Brothers makes and, no sense. And if you notice here too, Bulldog goes to the short trunks here instead of the bikers to match Luger. Their blues aren't the same, though. 
but whatever. <laughs> their blues aren't the same, but they're about to fight the blue bro. You just ruined this whole thing for me. Um, I, it's, they've, been, they've been tagging since like the end of 94, but yeah. not really. This is the first one they actually well, say the their first, tag name, though. The first, uh, the first Raw of 95 that we covered, they teamed. So, but that's like the first time I can really. Think but they, of have, but they have done nothing to nothing. build the this this tag team combination, which is a shame because I actually think this combination could have been, been something. I think yeah. they they mentioned during this pay per view that um um they announced the name of their team on like superstars that weekend or something because like they had taken a vote on the hotline, I believe it was, and they became up with the Allied Powers, not to be confused with the Domination. Of the team that destroyed the Axis powers in World War Two, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, because somebody would totally uh, get those. Get <laughs> oh, those Vince says that. Vince, Vince says that. Vince says that. You son of a bitch. Vince also said that. Wrestling oh, I'm ma- sorry. Can, was Canada part of the Allied powers? <laughs> probably not, because you probably tucked your tail between your legs and ran, you Canadian bitch. <laughs> when I get the belt back, when I get the belt back, he's gonna, he's gonna powder. He's gonna put a big Canadian maple leaf right <laughs> in the front of it. You'll be Lance Storm. It's the Saskatchewan. I, you know, if I wasn't such a goddamn patriot, I would indulge your nonsense. I uh, mean, this this match. Oh, there's that. Uh, what's that? Black Jack Brown, yeah, what his name is the, the black guy from like Boston that does all the reporting. They they're like a step off. Watch this. He almost slings him right on the bulldog. Luger doesn't give a shit. Like they're they're off just like a little bit. Look at that feathered mullet. He got that done for Mania. Son, Squeaked. look at the highlights. <laughs> you, you, you can't tell me going into this match that anyone thought the fucking Blue Brothers were going to win this fucking no. match. This is a terrible opener. Look at for a terrible WrestleMania. You see that? Here, here's the thing, though. Like, and I, and I hate to say this, I'm right. but if this match, if this match is on Mania, then the fucking Blue Brothers should have won. I mean, I agree. If, if you're not, if you're not going, if you're not going to use this as the launching pad for a long term tag team experiment oh. with Bulldog and Luger, yeah, then yeah, yeah the yeah, Blue Brothers should have won. Well, what pisses me off about this is Fuller, <laughs> Yokozuna, and Owen Hart win the belts later. This didn't lead for them to have a fucking tag title match either. I feel like this should have propelled them. I feel like if maybe Yoko and Owen were going to win the belts, that maybe the Blue Brothers would have won and put them as a contender for the smoking guns, which would have made more well, fucking sense. My thing is, I don't understand why Bulldog and Luger weren't, weren't challenging against Yoko and Owen because it's like a tailor-made feud. And they, they Brett, or, Luger's already been feuding with Yoko, and then Bulldog and Owen have heat from all the stuff at Survivor Series. So you're saying give the tag team title shot to the Blue Brothers? No. I'm saying, I'm saying, no. Go fuck yourself. Go ahead. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Vince has no idea which twin is which. He flat out just calls them mountain men. You know, to be honest with you, I, I could go to make the effort to figure out which one's which, but I care so little. I probably care less than Vince does, um, so I, I don't care. He literally starts calling them one of the twins. They're in this match. He's like, the one of the twins. I, I can tell you, the other one. I can tell you on the, on the next Raw, spoiler... Um, Cornette uh, gets them mixed up, so it, it, I mean that is a part of their their gimmick. But Vince is doing it on accident; it's not on purpose. Tying back into um, Vince taking this mania really, really seriously because of all the media attention with LT. Um, the night before, he actually let all the talent know that they were going to be a early morning meeting of this WrestleMania. 
Um, and the main reason for that was so no one would be a fucktard and go out and get drunk and do anything stupid. Spoiler alert, it still <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> so they come in there and Vince doesn't even show up for the meeting. <laughs> he just wanted them to come in and be on their P's and Q's because of all this attention, which is something else that you'll this will come into play later in the pay-per-view. All these fucking photographers around the ring are a distraction to me. They... They are, but at the same time, if you're going to do this... It makes it feel it, big. It makes it feel big, so don't do this at every show, but having photographers around ringside, maybe maybe not for this match. Dude, like, there's... But for the main event, and, you know, like, the bigger, you know, the, the marquee matches... The, yeah, the throw last them out there. time I can really remember them being that many photographers around, though, is WrestleMania 14. It's like after that, they kind of dwindled it back, because they had them there for Tyson. And then I don't even remember them being there for Trump at 23 like that. Well, it's because Vince wants to control every facet of well, the aesthetic could, of his of his business. He, he could probably he, sell the pictures and make money. Too. Exactly. Um, he's, you know, it's, you know, photo courtesy of the World Wrestling Federation or in this or in the future case, World God. Wrestling Entertainment. Wouldn't this pay-per-view have just been better if this match, if the pay-per-view just started out with Luger versus Tatanka in a fucking cage? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come no. on, guys. This no. is, this is. I felt like Bulldog deserved better than this, though. I do. Well, yeah. He's the runner of the Royal Rumble. Like, I mean, he should have done something. I mean, well, here's the thing. Like, they're literally we're doing nothing. This is just kind of a throw together match. This and is a superstars match or a Raw match, right here. Which me and Brandon were talking about before you got here, Travis. Which you and you and myself watched this mm-hmm. um, yesterday. Um, but this mania does not feel like a mania. The way it's shot, the way it looks, everything about it does not feel like a WrestleMania. It, it feels, feels like, like a, a Raw or in, in, in your house. Well, there's no big displays, really. Like, like they have a pretty generic entrance ramp, which they use for uh, the next few WrestleManias, I'd say. They use it at 13 with the glass they use it at 12. They use it at 12. <laughs> they use it here. I mean, that becomes like their standard. They just change the front of it for a while. Yeah, these are Survivor Series. I think as well. it's the same interest from uh, the Rumble. Really, it is just without yeah. the thing. I mean, I get there in call saving mode. That was a hell of a body slam, by the way. Bulldog bounced like a bitch. So, <laughs> so we, we were, which he didn't bounce like a bitch at uh, Fall Brawl '98 when it screw went through his back. But, oh, know, that's whatever. fucked up. <laughs> just he, he's dead <laughs> because of that. Really, thanks, Ultimate Warrior. Got what you deserved, you heart attack having bitch. Oh, oh. <laughs> It's like Slugger. Oh, we're getting killed. Oh, or oh. 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 he hits. He ends up hitting him with a, uh, a high knee, baby. Right knee. You can't see. I'm using my finger right now. Luger <laughs> <laughs> didn't even. No one had special gear for this mania. Like it doesn't feel mania. So how how far out are we from from Luger being gone? So he shows September. up in September, and we're in April now. So September ninety five. So do you, about you, five months out. Do you, you think he has it in his mind by this point? Like I'm fucking out of here. I'd say uh, this. Is, I say like this. I'd probably say from the rumble on, he knew that he was not going to be a player anymore for the WWE. No. WWF, sorry. Well, then, like, didn't Luger say he didn't really want to go? Didn't really want to leave. Well, the WWE? he was making considerably more money. Yeah, guaranteed right. money in WWE, but it wasn't really factored into anything. They pull the old twin magic here. Here's the thing, though. Like, I mean, for a guy like Luger, who who his constant the the constant rip on him is that he didn't care about the wrestling business. And he was only there for the money. So, does this confirm that he did care? Yeah, I mean, more pay cut. Maybe he's wanted to be 
around its friends again. I mean, I mean, oh, here comes the finish. Oh, it's it's almost, fucked almost fucked up. One, two, three. Yeah, we debated whether he kicked out or not on the when we watched our own reaction. Rewound it, and he kicks out like a half a second. I feel like the, the finish of that match was definitely rushed. Like they were trying to get this match over. Yeah, with. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Um, <laughs> uh, I gotta say though, this this was miles better than it had any. Right oh, to be. I still think the Head Shrinkers versus the Blue Brothers was better on Raw. Yeah, I agree. With yeah, that. but that was just that. That was just pandemonium, and yeah, there, there was not really a scientific wrestling match attached to that. I'll point that out later. And and I mean, really, like in this match, there was like one good wrestler, two mediocre ones, and Lex Luger. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. It's pretty I'm impressive. Not, I'm not defending Lex Luger. Fuck it. <laughs> I should have brought his autobiography and read the part where he talks about Miss Elizabeth Dunn. I found that in a box, by the way. I didn't realize I had it. Liar. <laughs> Wrestling with the devil, man. Dutch pops up here in a second, and uh, they they keep doing this after I the matches. These. They keep trying to do an interview, and they wear these headphones because all these technical issues they're having. And he tells them that there has been well, there was injustice because the wrong twin was pinned. Well, the thing of it is, is you can't even hardly hear the interviews because the music's playing. There's no spotlight on them, like nothing. It's just fucking ridiculous. Uh, going going back to, to what you're saying, Eddie, um, he has a point, but at the same time, it's like basically him saying, like, hey, we cheated and we still lost. <laughs> yeah, it makes it look fucking stupid. <laughs> so we, we were debating this to you guys with this WrestleMania. The attendance for this WrestleMania was 16,305. Buy rate, 340,000. It was down quite a bit. I think it was 460,000. Oh, speaking of technical issues, what's, it, what's this bitch's name? Bruce Toro. Bruce. It's Bruce. But from the longest yard, buddy. You cannot hear him right here. Like there's no audio. They literally cut away from him because of audio issues and like they have to redo it here about after the. Well, they combine two promos into one when they go. They get back to him. Um, (laughs) This whole show, there's there's a shit ton of technical issues. Vince. I don't know how he's not pissed off, but he's he's holding it together pretty good on King Kong Dumbo. And Vince comments on that sign too. What's do you have the quote? What Jerry Lawler says about the uh, about the football about football? <laughs> no, not right now. Hold on, I gotta find it. But uh, he cuts a. He's like he says something to the effect. He's like uh, he's like oh, it's a group of guys trying to move a ball 100 yards and it's equivalent of the poster service. <laughs> 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 because they can't move shit. All right. Did you guys notice the uh, the Bret Hart cut out in the crowd? I did not. Uh, I think that you'll see it maybe once or twice again. Maybe even go down. Ah, fuck, they cut it. But um, whoever made this uh, went to a lot of trouble to make something look so shitty. But, <laughs> but for 1995, it's it's very different than anything you're seeing in the crowd normally. Here comes the, the MVP, contest. baby. So, uh, while, while Jeff Jarrett's making his way out here against Razor in this, uh, this match, um, myself and Travis had this debate. We were wondering if this was the lowest attended WrestleMania. And then uh, myself and Travis, we started thinking about it. Travis, I looked it up. Which one do you think is the lowest drawing attendance-wise for for a WrestleMania? I brought up nine because it's in a smaller, it's outdoor, but it's like bleacher seating almost. I felt like nine was pretty small. But then again, Trump Plaza doesn't look like it holds many people for four and five. 
So, I mean, I almost say it'd be a toss-up with those unless you consider one of the arenas from WrestleMania 2. So, WrestleMania 2, has, we, I count it as one, as a combined. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it, they break it down, uh, there is a WrestleMania that had 200 less fans in it than this one. So, this is the second least to this point. WrestleMania 7. Oh, I almost said 13. WrestleMania 7 is the lowest. WrestleMania 9 is actually higher than this one. WrestleMania 7 the lowest? No. It is by no. about 200 fans. Now when you're when well, you're getting your attendance uh, yeah. statistics, are you are you getting them from the WWE no. or are you getting them from an inter- independent source because WWE is notorious for including their crew? Yeah, and, yeah. it's an, it's an like independent that. source, but uh I, I I looked at it. I was surprised that WrestleMania Nine had allegedly that many people. Yeah, I, it's. I mean, if you just look at it, what about thirteen? Thirteen could be kind of low. Well, this I only looked up. To, I only looked up to this. Oh, okay, to this yeah. point. Okay. Um, most of those Trump ones, uh, Trump Plaza shows, they did about um, anywhere between about seventeen and nineteen thousand. Hmm. And but it didn't but, look that big. So though. when you break it down, it's weird because you had WrestleMania Seven that had about sixteen thousand. Then you had WrestleMania eight that had, I believe, it was like sixty thousand. Yeah, that's the, the Hoosier uh, Dome. The Hoosier Dome, yeah. Yep, in uh, Indy. God, that that fucking uh, the entrance way, the entrance ramp is like a fucking mile long. It is. Now there's the karate gi that you mentioned. Oh, uh, that's the the figure uh, that is just released a resume on the Legends line. That's the uh, tire. I yep. fucking the exact tire. I fucking hate his vest, but I love greasy little bitch in his kung fu outfit. This is this is wonderful. This this is the, like why isn't there a figure of fucking one two three kid in his in kung car- fu outfit like I know kung fu. <laughs> look at this look he he look he just ate shit trying to get in there not, get, not, with the uh, so that just uh, I I apologize Travis you're completely correct All these fucking photographers just taking up spots well they fuck up like spots where like the kid and Jesse James are in this match because they won't move up. Uh, we get the promo. Golden the shower. He's got, so, he's got so much like hair product. You need to be careful. Do you think Vince laughs? It's like it's like somebody getting peed on. <laughs> Pretty sure he didn't know what that is, pal. <laughs> oh, he does. <laughs> oh, he, he and Linda. Totally, I you were totally, say him. totally in a piss. I thought you were going to say him and Pat. <laughs> him, him and Pat, and maybe Sean. Total, totally in the piss play. <laughs> Travis, that makes me think of McMurray. He's like, she want me, she want me to piss on her. <laughs> Do you want me to get hard or not? I didn't want to get hard. So <laughs> I ask you, she said, get a little hard and piss on me. We we you have want uh, the brown fella or little thing. <laughs> we have continually put over Jeff Jarrett as being continually like the best thing on Raw. And um, I gotta, I gotta say, like every time Razor's on Raw, he's fucking terrific. But he's never on Raw, so I feel like there hasn't been oh much to the buildup of this match other than that that great segment where uh, Razor was like, "Hey, you know, I'm pissed off about the whole situation because Backlund could could win, and you know, and and all that stuff going on." Um, but I just feel like that Razor has been lost I in feel the mix. Like they. Didn't really build. I mean, maybe they built more for them superstars, but yeah. I guess the WrestleMania reports were supposed to do it for. I us. think a lot of people. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people ever mentioned this, but Razor has such a good work punch. Oh, yeah. like it is fucking fantastic. I, fa- I found the quote from Lawler about football. He says, "Football is where eleven men spend a lot of hours trying to move a small object a hundred yards. It's just like the postal service." I can I can concur. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Memphis Post Office. 
I was losing shit. I uh, I ordered a, a wonderful uh, Hellraiser laminate configuration lamp, and the thing has been sitting in uh, like Sweetwater, Tennessee, for for like twenty days, not moved a fucking inch. It's funny because like Brandon ordered that thing forever ago, and I was like, "You still haven't fucking got that?" Nope. Goes, this nope. is the second longest match on the card, by the way. Uh, Robbie, rightfully so. Like, if you're going to have a long title. match, put the fucking you know the your marquee secondary title with two two of your best workers, you know, in, I, in the position to have had the longest match. One of my problems I feel like with this match is it's uh, I feel like the pace is off a little bit. Like they're trying almost moving too fast. Like they're they're like they feel like they don't have enough time. I don't know. It's weird. The pacing feels off to me. Uh, big thing too is where the fuck is Bob Holly? Uh, he, he raked his... He must have had to be in the race, man. It's a Sunday. Oh. He's out racing around. So, speaking of, uh, of Bob Holly, uh, around this general time, he had one legitimate NASCAR race, and he did not even finish it. Probably because he wrecked. He did not. It's just, uh, I don't, I don't know what this, I can't remember the circumstances. Was he just so far behind that he just quit? I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't watch NASCAR. You know what probably happened? He's probably too aggressive. And they took him off the track because he was wanting them to give him the trophy before the race was over. Put the trophy on me. <laughs> so then what? I beat everybody. <laughs> the, fucking, the fucking concept of this match is weird because kids out there kind of keep Rody out of the match, but he keeps doing hill shit. To, oh, to yeah. Jared. Well, I mean, are they planting seeds? Because doesn't he turn heel like, at the end of the year? Okay. Well, I guess my time frame might be a little it's, off. It's but. weird to me though. I feel like I feel like Jarrett and Razor have better matches than this right here. I feel like I feel like they really do. Like the Rumble match is better than this. They have some matches like on Coliseum video for like WrestleFest and stuff like that, where the matches are a lot better than this one. Just don't. that's what I said. Like the fully like, to me, like the pace is off. Oh. I will say that Rody's doing a lot here. Yeah, the whole idea of Kid being out there is that he's supposed to limit the interference, and he falls right <laughs> on oh fucking Rody. And of course, the camera misses it. Yeah, that'd man. have been a disqualification, WCW. It would. As it should have been. No, fuck Go you, man. fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, Bill Watts. Come down over there. But I put in here that you know that he's supposed to limit the interference, but he's doing a fucking terrible job of limiting this interference. Well, I also well, think, I mean, like well, okay. well, kung fu is a defensive martial arts. It's it's not it's not combative. So he has to let somebody start shit with him before he can open a can of whoop ass. Right, razor, and he has to let them know that he has, he has uh, registered uh, weapons with his. Feet. Razor is in great shape here. Yeah, he looks like a star as well. Like I feel like even with Jeff, He's like not got the steroid bloat. The the big thing right now is coming oh. off. Fargo Strut. I'm over, I'm already just a lot on this podcast, but coming off uncensored '95, <laughs> these men look better than almost everything on that show. Oh man, dude, uncensored '95 is like if you take a dump on a white dog turd and then you piss on it, <laughs> then you throw up on it because that's disgusting. You bake it in an oven. Then throw up again because of the smell. That's what fucking uncensored ninety five. It's a lot of effort. I think, I think that I think that will require more effort than they actually put into uncensored ninety five. Well, the, the funny thing I know I told Travis as well is the production quality is definitely different. I mean, you, you can always tell it with WWE. There's an ECW guy back there. Yep, and Vlad is also in the crowd as well. ECW guy, the long black hair guy, right there. Yeah, uh, the guy looks like uh, Big Jim Martin from No. Um, 
Oh, crap. Dude, I could uh, have created a better wrestling show with my wrestling figures you in my fucking ring. Oh, but you can't have Oh, uh, Faith No More. Faith No More. I can't think, can't think of the name of the band. I could have created a, a fucking show in my backyard with my wrestling figures better than under, Uncensored 95. I probably got a better buy rate. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, send our tape in. Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> I need an action figure of meatloaf, Mom. I need him to come in and be my ring announcer. Oh, man. God, look at that. Look at that. Oh, God, I'm in the red shirt. He's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just here. They paid me. Oh, telling like that work punch, yes, man. It is, it's excellent. It helped Jared. I mean, a lot of that too is Jared selling it. Well, but you, consider, you look at it right now, though. Probably the the three best working punches in in wrestling are all in the same company, and that's Bret Hart, uh, Jerry Lawler, and and Razor. I will all say, fucking tremendous. I don't consider Jeff Jarrett's hair here a mullet. I feel like he just <clears> has long hair. Yeah. Razor has a mullet. Yeah, and it's glorious. But it's getting dried out, so it's like starting to frizz. No, Need a Tim White there with a little water bottle. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's got uh, Matthew and Gunnar Nelson hair, if you're familiar with the, the 80s Nelson uh, duo. Nelson. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a I fan. remember them, but couldn't remember. Ty- <laughs> I almost said typo negatives. Like, I've already lost it. forgot their fucking name. Faith no more. God damn it. I'm not a fan of uh, Jarrett's tights in this match. They just look weird, look cheap. And Razor, if you couldn't tell, there was no selling the fucking chin lock. He's just sitting in it like, hey, we'll drink some beer out there. You'll probably snore some coke off a kid's dick. <laughs> that's, called, that's called a dick finger. What? what? Like, <laughs> they did crazy things with the clique, man. I don't know what happened. He's got a point. Allegedly. <laughs> Dude, I hear the Mr. Rogers we sweater. We don't want any fucking... See him? Uh, Mr. Yeah. Rogers sweater? Right there. Fuck him. Why is he wearing this crazy outfit? There's <laughs> oh, never an ex- explanation for it. Because is that is that like his formal his formal wear? Yeah, his <laughs> relaxed but ready to kick ass attire. Oh, oh man, that, I love that sale. You know what this card needed? Men on a mission. No, fuck. They should have no. they should have had a rap concert with Salt and Pepper, where Oscar's like over there rapping, and then like Mabel's got both of them. He's just like raising the roof and the bi- rubbing on his tits. What was the buy rate of this WrestleMania? It was 340000 Alright, that number goes down by 100000 by <laughs> Travis's terrible ideas. <laughs> I didn't say they wrestle, I just said they have like interaction with Salt and Pepper. Yeah, and that will make the buy rate, buy rate go down. If they advertise that Mineral Mission, uh, rap superstars Mineral Mission are going to be interacting with legitimate superstars <laughs> Salt and Pepper. Dude, how much do you think Rhodey paid to have his hair, that hair hat airbrushed there? <laughs> it looks um, like someone made it in a fucking Gatlinburg airbrush stamp. <laughs> don't say that, man, because as you say that, another one pops up. I hate that shit so much. Monster Energy with my name on the back of the shirt. You know, you know the thing like uh, BG James is uh, is from the area, so a very good chance he, he may have gotten He's his... He's probably uh, been to Gatlinburg a few times. He may have got his hat airbrushed in a... God, I hope not. Fun Gatlinburg. fact, guys, our Walmart, you can get airbrushed in. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's sad. I don't go to that Walmart. So, yeah. I hate. I hate. Toys. They had a lot of. They had a, had a lot of stuff there last night. They did. They really oh, did. Yeah. Nothing I give a shit about. I don't give a shit about you. No. Well, I don't give a shit about you either, Travis. <laughs> I said I'd give a shit about you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm shit. 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 <laughs> Look at that segue. I'm so good. No two count. Oh no. He was going to get him with a fucking fallaway slam. He's never beat anybody with in his fucking life. The fallaway slam that is traditionally the setup to the Razor's Edge. Why are you on Granny Hill's Edge? Oh, boom! Punch. 
Watch this. T- watch better this. than Texas Tornado. So, so Kid tries to cheat right now. He does. Look, fuck. And gets shit canned. He's just doing it because the roadie did it. And that would have looked fucking tre- uh, tremendous had you been able to see him take that bump. Get out of the way, Blackjack Brown, you piece of shit. <laughs> I wear fingerless gloves because I'm working a gimmick inside of a gimmick inside of my news column. He's over. What watch his hip. Oh. God. I will say he, he went for it just like he normally would. He didn't try to protect himself or anything like you see people when they know they're going to miss a move. That's why he drinks. <laughs> oh, no, he drinks because he killed a guy. Oh. That, that, that's <laughs> legit. Come see, come saw. He drinks because he killed a guy in a fucking parking lot. Yeah, we don't have any career retrospectives, guys, because we have so much stuff coming with uh, with In Your House. Um, but I, think, I really do feel like the, this match has had a lot of build to it. And it's kind of a letdown. It's, to me, it's not that it's not, it's not that great of a match. I will say, Razor got in the selling mode for this figure four, though. A, per- a perfectly fine match for not WrestleMania for a TV. Yeah, and this is fucking Wrestle fucking Mania. I don't, it's kind I, of a house show match. Just really make it a fucking it. tag match, and then have the title match it in your house. No. Which I think they do opposite. I think in your house, it's uh, Razor and the Kid versus Brody and Jared. Well, I, I mean, it makes sense to me. You're having your your Intercontinental titles on on the line at, at your biggest show of the year. Um, I just some just off, and I cannot figure out what it is about this match. What is off? It's just I just feel like it's rushed. Like I feel like I don't know. It shouldn't be cut for time, but maybe their time is pushed down because of the Salt and Pepper concert and all that dumb shit. A lot we of shit you'll see. see on this on this uh, edition. I, I'm not unhappy that you don't see Salt and Pepper, but at the same time... What a man. What a man. What a mighty good man. Yes, I am. Um, but, yes, he is. But here's the thing, though. Like, why why is this cut from Peacock? Because of... What are you talking about? The concert? Yeah. Because I mean, I know, I know why. Yeah. But I'm saying, if you're going to, if you're going to do these things... You need to set aside the whatever funds that are necessary for, it, for rebroadcast. Or put it in the fucking contract and say, hey. Yes. <laughs> I have, we have a lifetime right on this fucking content, which is, to me, is crazy. And, like, Peacock can afford it if they really wanted to, but they just pretty much are just using whatever. I don't think there's any Peacock. wrestling fans that are, like, clamoring, like, oh, my God, I wish that we had this Salt and Pepper concert. I don't but, like that our show is cut short. But that's my point. For for the sake of historical reasons, Austerity? it should be intact. This has got to be. I, I don't care, man. You're Jeff Jarrett, and you're about to get back suplexed off the so, throat. This got to be scary as fuck. Ooh. Yeah, that's over rotating like a dragon off almost did. Uh, buddy of the podcast, Scott, uh, of course, of rants uh, from the Black Lodge uh, podcast of fame. Uh, just sent me a message saying that they're uh, apparently Bruce Pritchard and Vincent Mann will be producing NXT now. Oh fuck! It's uh, it's, it's over, guys. NXT's dead. It's over. His exact words were, "I'm gonna kill it." He says, "A lethal dose of poison." His exact words were, uh, "NXT is dead. Long live NXT." Well, what's gonna happen to Here's Sean? The finish. And, Sean and Triple H. Like that doesn't make any sense at all. Um. The uh, such a shitty oh, finish. Man. That's, that's, that's a match. fucking superstar's ending right there. Now watch this. Boom. Key gets his shit in. <laughs> I'm gonna break your face with my boot. Oh, he fucking busts Jeff. Ooh. I don't know if that's the one that did it. No, I think it's the. I think it's the one in the corner. Those mm. kicks are looking great. They, they, though. they do look good. <clears throat> Which, if you listen to Jeff Jarrett's my, the his podcast, whatever my world, um, he says that him and Kill are really good friends. So like, they would always 
pretty much be snug with it. He said those kicks were no joke. They were snug. They were there. I think that one was. I think he's bleeding a little bit there already. Break that yeah. karate kid's leg. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> he's about to. Sweep the leg, Jeffrey. <laughs> you beat me to it. You beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. He's road dog. Shit out of him. That shit. Just, the, just think the history of Road Dog and X-Pac pretty much have, man. They go from... They, oh! That actually, that might have been where he broke his nose. Oh, right oh, there. oh, there's blood. There's blood. I see it. Because he jumped at him. He jumped on him. And he... And he there's fucking Rene Goulet! There's Danny Davis, Davis with his fucking long sleeves because he's got some stupid tattoos. Yeah, I don't know if it was Kid that busted his nose or when Razor went to go jump on him, he came right at his face. That could have done it. <laughs> Did he come in his face? Yes. Did he come at it? That's actually called a strawberry shortcake. I know, but you got, <laughs> that's when you got to turn him around and punch him in the face. <laughs> go on, Brandon. No, I don't, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <sighs> Christ. Not you. No, that's a different one. No, <laughs> oh. there, there has to be stigma involved for that to happen. Oh. oh God, my fucking hands hurt. Oh, Jarrett, look, look at it here. WrestleMania Love. It's ninety five. It's kind of they immediately cut taboo yeah. here, but he, he has an interview with fucking Jim Ross here in a second. Well, ain't he great? No, I'm great. That match was not as good, guys. Their Rumble match was a lot better. That that match was better than anything well, here's on, the thing. on ninety five. Like, if we have. You know how this one right here, though? They're like, oh, no, there's a DQ because he come in. Well, fucking Razor got counted out. Well, then they restart the match. Yeah. It's it's inconsistent. I agree. Well, I, don't, kind of, I don't like Jim Ross as a, a all-way person. Todd Pettengill, mate. Todd, Todd, no, Todd. Sincerely, Todd's a better... The position they put him in this show is perfect for him. Uh, the perfect position. <laughs> the perf the perfect position for Todd Pettengill to be in is the fetal position. Oh, I, thought say, I, thought gonna, I thought you were going to say six feet under, but no. I oh. see you're coming around on old Todd. Up, oh, up, oh, take two, guys. We're live, pal. Live, pal. Oh, look, I'm just hanging out with my coffee in the back. Oh, Jenny McCarthy, what is up? I have said this before, and I'll say it again. I'm commonly like a freaking. <laughs> I. Sexual predator here. I don't care how many of mine and Jenny's kids died from non-vaccination related oh. deaths. I would. I would. Just, I have to interrupt for just a second. IRS. I, IRS. Not sweaty. Yet <laughs> he's not, dude. Like this is the first time ever. We've Where has Nikolai Volkov been? By the way. <laughs> so we're going to so we're going to the dollar pennies, man. Pitching fucking pennies. So. I think that they combine these promos together. I think Sean and uh, Sid are supposed to have a separate promo, but the way they had technical difficulties, yeah. Sid is yelling so loud, Jenny McCarthy's covering her ears. Sid, though, is fucking amazing in this promo. I love it. Look at that intensity. You cannot gonna, make out a single fucking thing he says, but you know he means business. We're going to come up on the, one of our first edits here. Um, they had a W, like a 1-800-Titan-91 one, one um, Thing with Barry Dodinsky for uh, where they were selling LT merch. It is cut from the paper. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's where they say, like, uh, normally this stuff isn't available, but for one night only, you can get this f fancy WrestleMania merchandise. Yeah, WrestleMania coming. Living Hat. Yep. WrestleMania the Coloring Book. <laughs> WrestleMania the Flamethrower. WrestleMania Football. <laughs> Kids Here comes this. fucking the walking condominium or whatever the fuck you want to call them. <laughs> the, the most lackluster King Kong Bundy has ever been in a match. 
is about to happen. So un- un- unenthusiastic, just I, there for the fucking payday. Good for good for him. No, the, fuck no, him. no, 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 no. I respect the fact that King Kong Bundy in 1995, as terrible as he is, is able to get a WrestleMania payday. I feel so bad for the Undertaker, however. Oh, but, I feel bad for him too because of the fucking ref he's got, the fucking um, match he's got. Uh, is it? Yeah, Larry he's like, Young. He's a fucking baseball up. And that was a uh, that was a um, uh, a JJ Dillon recommendation because yeah. he's a because he's a fan. He was friends with him or whatever, and like he's terrible. Yeah, he was uh, Larry Young is the guest referee for this match. He was in American baseball League strike. umpire while uh, the strike was going on right now. <laughs> only that net fact. Only like major league. God, look at that net neck fat. Wonder if he's got a fucking uh, rolled up bacon shrimp on his neck. You, Todd, Here fucking. This is a guy. His name is George Martin. Um, no one. No. What? Nope. It says his name. Oh no, it's Anderson. Neil, I guess they Neil, cut Neil Anderson. They cut the George Martin one. Then that's that's crazy because they said uh, pet, yep. He interviews George Martin and it's cut. So I thought this was where they actually added it back, but it's not. No one knows who Neil Anderson is because he was a shitty football player. No one knows who Todd Pettengill is because he's a shitty everything. Oh, oh, here comes the Undertaker. No rebuttal, so I'm right. Oh, no, you're not. I was, uh, <laughs> I bring I was, I was mesmerized <laughs> by Todd's mullet there and his, uh, you this, know, whatever. This is the second time we have had the Undertaker in ep- 17 episodes, two of which have been WCW episodes, uh, that we, actually three episodes have been WCW, that we have seen the Undertaker perform. He, the only other time he had performed had been at the Royal Rumble. Yep. He has not performed on a Raw. This is the second time seeing the entrance, which I guess, if you really think back in 95, this makes it even more special because you're not seeing him. Well, that goes back to what Brandon was saying. Is more He's more of a spectacle. But the build to this match is non-existent. It's non-existent. It's non-existent. non-existent. If it wasn't for the WrestleMania reports, you wouldn't even know this match was happening because they don't even talk about it during King Kong Bundy's match on fucking Raw we saw where he copied Vader and squashed two jabrons. Got the five count? <laughs> oh, the five count. The neck fat needs it. So, we, we get King Kong Bundy in this situation, and of course this match is fucking terrible because I have gone on record saying that Bundy is the worst wrestler in 1995. God forbid I want Jumbo Beretta more than I want fucking King Kong Bundy right Here, now. Here's the thing. Hashtag dim titties. There is, there is, in The Undertaker's first four WrestleManias, he has two of his worst fucking matches. This one is either the worst or Giant Gonzalez is the worst. And I almost think Giant Gonzalez is better no. because he actually sold shit no. for The Undertaker. No, here, and I'm going to make my case. Number one, this match is shorter. Number two... Um, it wasn't a DQ finish. It's not a DQ finish. So at the very least, this this puts The Undertaker over going forward. Well, not only that too, but... Undertaker, no choke slam. Undertaker, pisses me Undertaker off. wasn't chloroformed in this match. <laughs> Here's the thing about this match, though. He beats, Bundy, he beats yeah. Bundy with a fucking clothesline. Spoiler alert. But he Bundy couldn't jump two inches off the fucking ground like Hogan <clears throat> and take a choke slam. So, we know that Taker is feuding with the Million Dollar Corporation. Unfortunately. The real battle in this match is King Kong Bundy's net fat versus fucking <laughs> Paul Bear's double chin. <laughs> Who wins? No one. Who hides Whoa, more in it? Oh, yes. But what I'm alluding to is, so the... Why are you the reason, your fucking teeth? The reason, Taker, <laughs> the reason Taker has gone through the majority of 94 kayfabe-wise is because of Yokozuna. 
Taker gets his return match with Yoko at Survivor Series 94. Would it not make more sense to give these guys their rubber match at WrestleMania? Yeah, but at that point, I think the whole... The casket the, was the end. The Well, that's you're right, but the Yoko thing is that he's so fucking fat now. So, at the very least, him being in a tag team with Owen, <laughs> Owen can do all the heavy lifting. Yoko leaves for fat issues, comes back bigger than ever. Bigger than ever. And Vince really says he's bigger than ever. Later. He does. Yeah, he does during his entrance. I just think, though, that... Yoko versus Taker is a more as a better marquee match. You're not wrong. I just it would be marginally better, I guess. God, let him fight Kama. Fuck. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm, oh aller- I'm allergic. I'm allergic oh. to your suggestions. Oh my god. Oh, Liam, look at that cell job. Ooh, my face is fighting. It's like oh my stomach. Ooh. So watch it. So he hits him with the 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 um thrust, the throat thrust. He hits him twice and. King Kong sold it like he was going to throw a third one, and he did not. <laughs> he still moved back, and he was like, no, and grabs him by the arm. He got spooky flinched, man. <laughs> so you're telling me he's, he's going old school. of the Undertaker. Is what you're telling me. So it was just school at this of point. Of course he calls it old school now. I mean, what did he ever have a name for that for that move? No, I mean, they just pretty much said, oh, look at the agility of the Undertaker as he walks to the top of the Whatever. Tinkle, tink, uh, twinkle toes time. <laughs> twinkle toes time. <laughs> God, King Kong Bundy can suck a dick. God, he is fucking terrible. Well, Would you rather anything. watch this match or him versus IRS? IRS. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, look at that. I, I am clothesline he just hit him with. I'm seriously on the fence uh, in relation to your question because <laughs> I've had my fucking feel of... Of the Rotundos as of late. Look, look at this short-lived exchange. Oh, yes! I'm going to open it up and shoot the light out of it, even though it's brightly lit inside. I will say, Paul Bear was made... I mean, Perth Spring was made to be Paul Bear. Yeah. Like, I mean, like when they took him away from The Undertaker in 96, I never figured he'd stay around in 98. I mean, 97, he really didn't do shit until the Kane thing. But. I, the, the argument being that, like, the Undertaker didn't need him. But, yeah. But, I mean, don't. It doesn't mean you have to use him all the time. But I, yeah. I think he would have been he would have been a nice addition to some of those moments. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's Coma. <laughs> Why didn't Steve McMichael run out and help Dude, the Undertaker? You beat me to the punch. <laughs> this is the moment. This is the moment right here. If you want to get, if you want to get a fucking... <laughs> All the ghosts got out of it. He's got to buy his eyebrows. He's got to buy his eyebrows. So watch this. King Kong Bunny misses his fucking spot and Bam's like, where the fuck you at, Bunny? Look at Ted DiBiase looking for him. (laughs) He's like, where are you at, you fat fuck? (laughs) Quit eating spare ribs out of your neck, man. Let's go, fuck. I had in my notes, Bundy misses his spot and blows donkey dick. (laughs) How does Bundy have the same fucking singlet from 86 where his nips are showing? But he got new socks that go above his boots. I don't fucking understand it. Biggest question is, was he able to put those socks on himself? This is the longest six minutes. Of, <laughs> he can't longest, bend over far enough to get to his feet. This is the longest six minutes of my fucking life. So, Kama says he's going to melt the urn down into a, and make it into a necklace. Is that racist? No, but there is a figure in Brandon's house with that necklace on. No. It's Eddie, in my house, Eddie, actually. Eddie has it. I bought that shit. Because I was told that it was going to be a hot, a hot commodity, and I'm still waiting on that to, to become true. In about six months, it was when it first came out, and then it just we started finding it. Just like Colonel Mustafa, I can't wait to find those for like fourteen dollars. 
Man. <laughs> I wish you could see my you're, face you're right fucking, now. You're fucking engaged, and I don't understand how. Oh, Speaking man. of which, Travis posted his pictures of his uh, engagement. I didn't was, post them. Or, sorry, Lindsay, Lindsay posted them. them. And there's so many pictures I want to recreate with everybody in our group. Um, yeah. Hey, they're, they're tremendous. You're the most attractive lesbian couple I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the girl that did our uh, pictures. They turned out amazing. But Oh, I gotta say shout out to Lindsay because you guys scissors. True. That is Scissor me true. timbers. Oh my god, did he just he tried to snap me out of the Undertaker? Did God So Taker's a new move? Taker literally he's done the throat thrusts, he's done kicks, and that's and he did old school. And Bundy's done two body slams. And now a dummy. Oh, he broke his, his chest. It's quite cool. <clears throat> oh, get All your right. fat ass titties off me. He was trying to shove his titties in his face there, and it didn't work. The throat thrust is my finishing maneuver on Bonnie Lassiter. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> She's the same. In bed. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe that's how I got here. No, that's, that's graphic. Buddy. I don't like Ted DiBiase in a bow tie, by the way. I like it. I do not like it for Mania. And he looks better than... He wears he, a regular tie on Raw and wears a bow tie than, for Mania. Well, he looks better than his JCPenney suit. <laughs> <laughs> or Sears, if you want to be that person. <laughs> Like, Paul Bear's doing everything he can to get people invested in this fucking match. Look at everybody sitting on their hands. Like, they don't, but Taker's over. There's no doubt that Taker's over. But he is in there with the worst fucking wrestler of 95, man. I'm trying to think of somebody in WCW's worse. No, there's not. Well, we, we haven't gotten to Loch Ness yet. That's, that's 96. That's 96. I take it back. Yeah, Monday. We haven't gotten to what is that, the uh, ultimate solution or... Instead of the final solution, they had to change his name. Because mm. it was super racist. And that, and that fellow is named Jeep Swinson, who was uh, Bane and in that's why, uh, Batman and Robin. And that's why his he is pictured as Bane on the fucking... Oh, fuck. Yeah, we did we did, we, we did realize that. Or should I say you realize that? Because I'm fucking cool. <laughs> you and I have different definitions of what's cool. Send your love letters to... Uh... TGL the man twelve on So going back to uh, Kama's interference, would that have not popped the fucking crowd if that had been the basically a, a spark of things to come and having Mongo kind of stand off and because this is this is tangentially a part of the their overarching storyline of no. you know the NFL pros against the million dollar corporation. So why not? It isn't like he has to interfere and that causes the Undertaker to win. He just evens the odds. But I guess their long game is that Kama has to melt down and earn so he can look Dude, it's more it's, like a more stereotype. He's ready made. It's a ready made, like semi main for your first in your house paper. This is the hoping finish. To, you're hoping to get off the ground. A flying lariat is the finish. That makes Bundy look weak too. Good. Look at Bundy kick out though. Yeah, you Bundy no sells this. That Undertaker first uh, three out of four Undertaker um, uh, opponents are dead. The only one alive is Jake Roberts. Snooker's dead. Good. Gonzalez is dead, and Bundy's dead. Wow. Just like Hogan's, and and really of 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 the ones that you would think look, would be. He dead. knows sells He just walks out like, oh, fuck, I'll be my clothes on. He's gonna get such a tongue lashing backstage from from uh, like. Spoiler alert: Bam Bam loses too, but he doesn't get kicked. But Bundy doesn't get kicked out of the corporation. Bam Bam does. This match didn't mean anything, dude. I can't wait to talk about during the main event how many million dollar corporation members have main evented WrestleMania. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I had for, I had forgotten about this. <laughs> that picture right there is used in so many video packages. Yes, going forward, 
Well, he looks awesome, but uh, still don't like purple taker. I love probably purple. I know you do because you're lame. <laughs> Fuck you. Purple, purple is a is a, is a color I, I associate. Like Undertaker too. Gray Undertaker's cool. He's cool. Cool with a K. Well, <laughs> Gray Undertaker ascended <laughs> to heaven, and we got Purple Undertaker back. <laughs> All right, or as a, Marty Jannetty. It doesn't, even make, it doesn't even make any sense because Gray Undertaker was evil. He should have went to hell and come back as Purple Undertaker, who gets to go to. Oh, heaven. look, it's Nicholas Satoro doing shit no one cares about. That's not his name. Is Bernie Bruce? Bruce. <laughs> Damn, watch the longest yard, you piece of shit. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Before? You only I have, have a Canadian football league I, in fucking Canada, and no one cares about it. <laughs> fuck you. And and yes, I have seen I have seen the longest yard. You don't want those LT shirts. Of course you do. By the way, fuck that card show for for canceling Dude, last look, minute. Reggie White looks like a badass back there, though. This is actually a pretty good you segment. Know, you know, I actually think they do they do a very good job. The funny thing is, is when uh, Reggie White wrestles in WCW, he wrestles Mongo. I mean, probably it it's, comes down to probably trust. Don't let Chris Spillman talk. Don't let Chris Spillman talk. <laughs> Dude, he is a fucking terrible promo. Tatanka toy? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Just shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> that guy right there is like, I don't want to talk. Please get away from me. Who's locker room are you going in? He just walks in a room like, I don't know who you are. I'm not going to knock on her. It could be naked people. Oh, yes. Yeah, this segment is fucking great. This is pretty hilarious. You have Jonathan Taylor Thomas and uh, Mr. Bob Backham playing chess. He flips out on Brucey because he fucking interrupts his That's what's all. And that's what's wrong with America today. Look at the, that, mic, <laughs> that mic cover. is like red. Bob Backlund doesn't even know who Pamela Anderson is. He's a fucking man of dignity. He doesn't look at breasts. He doesn't know who that is. He would probably cover her up with his robe if things um, were bad. Oh, look, it's the guy that didn't die on home improvement. He, 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 but he should have. He, he got he got real bad sick, and and he was like, "Well, I'm gonna leave the show." He's like, "Well, fine. We'll make your character fucking die of some kind of rare disease." And he's like, "Okay, well, maybe I'll stay on the show." <laughs> okay, he's fussing at John Taylor. He does play it pretty well here, though. Like he doesn't know what the fuck's wrong with Bob Backlund. But why would Bob Backlund be in playing chess before an I Quit match with Brown? Because he's got to keep his mind sharp as well as his body. And by the way, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, if you know anything about chess, there's no fucking way he could defeat him. Like if you look, I mean, look at it. There's no way Jonathan Taylor Thomas can defeat him from his standing on the board. No, he had, he had a continuity, Kevin Dunn, you piece of don't, shit. Don't throw You just fixed your, your details. I can't wait to shake those details before I leave. Fuck you. <laughs> I, they're beautifully oh, orchestrated. Well, there was another edit because Owen Hart's already coming out there um, as we were rolling into that mania. We're rolling into this matchup. The, uh, let me see. I have that written down, what that edit was. Um, yep, it was supposed to be where Todd Bettengale interviews George Martin. And then Vince McMahon talks about the first ever in your house. And they cut that out and just go right to Owen walking out. Uh, I want to say real quick, I fucking love Owen's music. I do too. It's so, so it's so fucking generic, but it, it, there's just something wonderful about it. Maybe we should make that the interest theme to the fucking uh, 
entrance theme to this this week's podcast is Owen Hart's music. Oh man, we got to get the WrestleMania. WrestleMania, pump it up, pump it up. And this is something else me and Eddie talked about: is Owen should have came out second. This is a this is where they really should have let the tag team champions come out first, and then Owen comes out and introduces his. Yeah, introduces I, his uh, surprise because yeah, you want your surprise to be the second part. Oh God, he's better than ever. He said it's going to be a huge <laughs> surprise. Yeah, he is fucking massive. Okay, I just I guess I, when you go to hell, you eat a lot of chips. I have a logical, I have a logical reason as to why Yoko, they they have him come out this way. He gets to walk to the ring and then he gets to rest. That wow. makes wow. a lot of sense, True. actually. So, that's a True. logical... Dude, he's so fucking big, man. Ah, fucking Cornette. And Mr. Yeah. Fuji. So, I was trying to pull up... Um, I looked up PWI, <laughs> which <laughs> there's actually some interesting stuff from PWI that, that ranks on this, uh, with this show. But I looked up good old... Uh, uh, oh, and, oh, it goes out... <laughs> I love the fucking Owen, man. He is a fucking gem on this show. But I looked up some stuff. So um, we were talking about, I was trying to see who they had, people had rated the worst wrestler of 95. Um, and it's actually someone in WCW, and it's not someone we mentioned. Uh, good old Meltzer, uh, the Wrestling uh, Observer. Take they, it what you will. they rated in 1995 that the Renegade was the worst wrestler in 95. I think he still had more charisma and more ability than King Kong Bundy did. And he won a title. Ugh, God, but he beat fucking Arn Anderson. Anderson. It's true. There Bart, was Gun, more... Bart Gunn's uh, promo here is terrible, by the way. They look like they work at AC Delco. <laughs> they look like they work at fucking like, tractor supply. Dude. Uh, advanced auto parts. <laughs> This is their WrestleMania gear. I hate that you guys are being <laughs> Dude, they brought out their fucking Sunday khakis Khaki. from WrestleMania. The khakis all with the tan boots are look so fucking awful together. We did we did They should have wore black jeans. We did miss the reason why Owen See? Owen chose Yoko. And it was because it was he was the man that beat Bret Hart for the, for the WWE. So there, there is a storyline reason of why he picked Yoko. Look at those fucking shirts. God, I love you, Billy Gunn. Dude. <laughs> but if this, yes. if this was WrestleMania now, they would have came out on fucking horseback with, like, a fucking, like, drumline or some shit shooting pistols off in the air. <laughs> but no, we come out for Sunday khakis and we do some air hand pistols. Pew, 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 pew. I know. I found myself when me and Travis watch this going, pew, pew. I just thought of you, Brandon, the whole time. <laughs> Fun fact here, Brandon. I actually looked up some facts. Whoa, tell me what you're trying to That's a fun fact. The original choice for Owen Hart's tag team partner was actually Jim the Anvil Nineheart. But he got in trouble at the beginning of 95. <laughs> <laughs> what did he get in trouble for, so Travis? He got fired. What did he get in trouble for? He missed a handful of live so he no shows Stu Hart put his neck people out were, there. People were like, who? Mr. Lionel? <laughs> who? 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 And secondly, there had also been discussion of bringing in a newcomer. Can you guess who it was? Oh, man. Because of ties to the uh, dungeon. Oh, man. Uh, uh, would it have been uh, Chris Jericho? No. No. It is a Chris, but it's not Jericho. Candido? Ben Oh. Because he would, he'd been. It would have, it would have gotten, it wouldn't have gotten over. It would have gotten no pop. 
at all. No. But like he had had some, you know, some. It would have been a much better match. He had had some, uh, you know, some job matches in 94 for them and stuff, and he had a tie to the dungeon. But they said that they ultimately went with Yoko for name value because they felt like the other They, they went with name value, but didn't even fucking announce that he was going to be on the show. True. I think he would have added some more at, to eyes to the show. Yeah. If he would have announced him on the Raw pri- like previous or done like a little interview segment. Man, when doing, when you have to walk a tight rope when it comes to surprise and promotion. Because like, like we'll use AEW as an example. I think what they did with CM Punk was masterful. They told you he was going to be there without telling you he was going to be there. Oh, yeah. So maybe if they had hinted that it was going to be Yoko, but didn't really tell you, it would have... I don't think Yoko would have moved the needle. Not necessarily, but there it would have... It probably would have gotten the... Woo! It probably would have got the, uh, the people who were on the fence about buying Mania a little more incentive to also, do so. I just realized when I was reading my little fact there... That Chris Benoit was actually managed by Ted DiBiase in the summer of 95 when he had his dark yeah, matches. Yeah, you're right. So does that count him as a member of the Million Dollar Corporation? We're going to say And no. that means WrestleMania 20, he made a event. No, that was Stevie Richards. Who's <laughs> <laughs> in ECW right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's really confusing. Look at, watch this. Watch this. Boom. Because so, so is Chris Benoit. So every time Eddie brings my ECW cards and Stevie Richards, I'm really, I don't know if it's Stevie Richards or if it's really Chris Benoit. <laughs> so... Owen does his little spot, which has become very infamous now, like where he does like the flips out of the uh, like the arm ringer, uh, and then he gets gets the upper hand, and he you think he's gonna do this big move, pokes him right in the eye, love it. The crowd is popping though, uh, which which goes back to my point about Yoko maybe uh, maybe being a little little more special than Travis thinks he is. I, I agree. I think I think he is he is a draw. Yeah, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> but something about this match that brings to me is. For sure, it reassured the fact to me that the Smoking Guns were one of the top tag teams in 95. I, I think that they... The, the the whole cowboy aesthetic was probably a little passe in 95, and it really sticks out in WWF just because they just, they hate to acknowledge even, you know, anything that isn't like, you know... Which, I mean, it's, it's the West, brother. It's not the South. Um, but I think... If they like this, the gear is fucking terrible. But like, if they if they'd had something that was a little more, I hate to even say this, gearish, without looking cartoony, they people would have taken to them a lot more than than what they took did. Them, definitely took them serious. Yeah. Or if they came in there wearing assless chaps. Well, it worked for Shawn Michaels. He's a sexy boy. <laughs> I mean, you got dudes wearing ashless champs. You got a tag team wearing thongs. Uh, it wouldn't be too far out of the out of the ordinary. Great fucking flat back it, bump. I really do think, though, if they were wearing actual gear, they would have been taken more serious. But to me, the biggest thing I've taken out of us doing this podcast after the this is episode 17, I have a, a newfound respect for the Smoking Guns. They are a fantastic fucking tag team. I can't wait to cover Brawl for All and change your mind. <laughs> Butter <laughs> that was his fault, man. Butterbean. Butterbean. We'll see you at, <laughs> see you at 407, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I just think, I really do think that. It's so know, fun to do. <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I don't dislike either Bart or, or Billy Gunn. I, I think, I think Bart 
Bart went on to to have some success in Japan because at least over there, a decent sized dude who can halfway work, you know, the guy the gaijin can get over just on pure, you know, work rate alone. And Billy Gunn obviously went on to to be one of the yeah, you know, a tag team specialist and had a. Uh, a run that got you know nipped in the bud pretty quick because of the rock, but uh, I leg drops. But uh, Billy Gunn's you know one of the more popular guys of his. This generation. is a great spot. Yoko gets in the ring and he's just like, "What? What? Huh? What? what? Quick, <laughs> quick, quick poll here. Who has the better mullet, Billy or Bart? Billy. It, it's better b- mustache is the real question. Uh, <laughs> I was about to see Once again, Billy. <laughs> Billy Billy's is is more spectacular because it's blonde. It's, look at that! Oh, look at this! Just good te- for a team that's never team. I mean, really team together. They Owen and uh, Yoko have great chemistry. You know what happens when you get thrown in a casket? <laughs> Does it change you? Apparently, you grow a beard. It happens. Then you put on about seventy five pounds. His fingernails are also really. You long. know what? You know what I used to be able to tell that Yoko was getting really, 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 really fat because he's already fat, but. Here's the thing, like when his like his like tights and that thing started sagging below his belly button, and you could actually see his belly button. To me, belly button oh. with Yoko is better. Mention right here, Travis. Look at that uh, the the ring oh, apron. Yeah. They, they uh that was a big gaffe too. Is there's only three WrestleMania aprons because they only shipped three. So then they had to use the blue WWF one on the backside. Yeah. Um, at the very least, they made the the good decision of putting it on the opposite side of the hard camera. I really I, I hate know the, to put it. You know what? It's something else that makes this this WrestleMania feel really like just another show. The fucking ropes are red, white, and blue. Well, they are every like superstars, and, and you and you and you derive me for being quote unquote Canadian when <sighs> when I think they should always be red, yeah, white, and blue because but that because was black and gold at WrestleMania ten, right? Yeah, but, and that, the crazy thing about that is I still remember that. Yeah, WrestleMania ten, black yeah. and gold. Yeah, and you prefer that because you don't love America. Well, it made it feel special. <laughs> I love America. I have every great American bash on VHS and DVD. <laughs> what do you have? The fuck you bring to the table, dipshit? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so I, I brought this up too to Travis. Like Camp Cornette could have could have been in like a, as a full on group, Yoko, Owen, and the fucking Heavenly Bodies. It, yeah, and then you could have thrown Bulldog oh, in there later let me, too. I'm gonna I gotta derail this conversation. Do you know what happened? At the fan fest for Mania, uh, this one, this one. I no, not. I do not. Okay, so they had a booth set up where you you pay like a you know like ten bucks or whatever, and they give you fifteen minutes, and you and Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey get to do commentary on the Razor and Shawn ladder match. They record it to a fucking tape, and you get to take it home. So someone out there has a fucking commentary <clears throat> tape of them and Jim. It, Jimolo. Jigolo. 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 Yeah, he, I, side. I very noticeable. I saw it when he came out earlier. <laughs> Look at that thing. It's like curled in the back. It's, it's business it's casual, casual, man. <laughs> you can curl it, shit. It's very Jerry Lawler-esque. Oh god! Uh, we Jerry Lawler has a second. great has a great comment about uh, a great comment about Owen or uh, Stu Hart in here, and he goes, uh, 
Uh, I, I think he said it's more towards Brett, or I can't remember who he said it was towards, but he says that they th- he thinks Old Yeller is about Stu Hart's tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. <laughs> that was great, Helen. Because she's young. Oh, man. She has jumps. I'm... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they fucked the spot, oh, they oh, fucked the spot that, that, there. That looked good, though. They fucked the spot there because Owen was supposed to... Uh, Owen was supposed to pull the rope. You could tell they fucked the spot. However, they saved it really well with with that, that uh, fucking hair, hair whip. Yeah, it looked good. That looks it's probably fucking right here. Here we go. There it is. He got it right. He got it right. Oh, he's dead. So, dude, he hits the he hits Ooh. the belly to belly. He drags him to the corner. The crowd fucking pops. Look at him. Well, crowd, I mean, look at him, dude. Imagine. I mean. Watch you, this dude's look caught his cheese ass dropping on you. That's here, here, thrilling. Here, here, look at the crowd; they're all standing now, man. Here's a really cool thought. Imagine all the people Billy Gunn has wrestled since '93 till now. He's still wrestling. It's fucking wild. So watch this. Still has to hurt. I don't care. Best part about this: he kicks him right. He kicks him, punches him, punches him. Oh, oh, tossed over. WCW, WCW, DQ. He tags, he's man, hurt. Though. He's hurt. He tags Owen in. What's Owen going to do? Owen's like, you know what? I'm going to put this fucker in the sharpshooter. I'm going to end this fucking match. Right here, I'm going to make him tap out. Nope. Nope. Fuck that mess. Oh, Pin him. Three. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> Literally, dude. Like, <laughs> woo! Billy Gunn he's is fucking jumping up the Little, top. little things <laughs> like that add so much character depth. Dude, it's so good. I And I feel like wrestling now, if you want to call it wrestling, sports entertainment, what have you, everybody's in such a fucking hurry that yep. they, they will not take a moment to, to, let, to let something sink in. And like, all he did was took take a second and just change his mind about doing something. This and is, that added so much to that ending. And this is Owen's first championship in the WWF. It's hard to believe. You tell, uh, you tell Yoko's out of shape, man. He's like leaning on Dude, the ropes the but whole they, time. But they utilized Yoko so great in this oh, match. Yeah. And it got Owen over more. The crazy thing is the Smoking Guns have only had the title belts but less than two months. Yep. Since January, the night after the Royal Rumble. God, look that fat ass. They, Holy they do get them back, don't they? Or is that their final? Because they're like... No, they get them back in 97. Okay. 96. 96. Yeah, 96. They feud with the Heavenly Bo- or the uh, Body Donnas, excuse me. Yep, and then they, they feud with the Godwins, too, because... Oh, I wouldn't know how to put a belt on because they never had that luxury in the WWF. Because the Godwins beat the Body Donnas for the belts, then Sunny goes with the Godwins, and then she goes with the guns because she turns on Phineas and kisses Billy, and they win the belts again. I mean, can you blame her? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Banzai! You're Samoan. Come on, fucking kayfabe, brother. All right, guys. At this point, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. That way you guys can get well-adjusted and definitely uh, be caught up with us. And we will be right back with you. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN.
from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in-depth movie retrospectives and interviews with cast and crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. Hey man, goddamn. Some pretty good ads. We back! Oh man, I got a pizza now too. Also, I mean, coming fresh out of this, just wanted to say we're about to hit another edit where they edit Stephanie Wine's recap of Fan Fest up. Well, fuck, I'm great about that. I'm glad about that. Uh, Brandon, where are we at right now? What's our timestamp on this? We're at two twenty-five. No, that we, that, that's that's the entire oh, no, no, show. Sorry, but, yeah, <laughs> one, one hour. Just, just stop at the end. <laughs> <laughs> one hour, eight minutes, forty-one seconds is where we stopped at, guys. So we're gonna pick up right now at three, two, one, play. We're about to see the worst match in Bret Hart's life. All right, let's try that again. Three, two, <laughs> one, play. All right, there we go. <laughs> Look at that Stridex blimp. That was like a staple all the way through like ninety eight when it was like the one eight hundred collecting blimp. Wasn't Stridex? Wasn't that the dude that like won the bodybuilding WBF thing? No, Stridex no. is the is the it's the pads like the acne pads. pads. Gary Lawler. Stridex. Oh, I don't know, but Jerry Lawler does cut a, a <laughs> Brandon <joke>. Anal Cannon. <laughs> Brandon, you Brandon. But they do cut a like Jerry Lawler tells a joke. He's like, yeah, the one two three kid uses this. Oh, <laughs> he's got acne. Well, J- Gary Stridum. That's the, who I'm thinking of. <laughs> Gary Stridum. Bam Bam's here. gear looks fucking awesome here. It's better than that normal. The normal gear he has is like the blue. Like that. There it is. Yeah. yeah. He got new gear from Mania. Like dark blue. But thank God somebody fucking did. Todd Pettengill. You're telling me? Todd Pettengill is fucking yelling because he has headphones on <laughs> in these me? fucking interviews. Tell me the smoking guns, Sunday khakis weren't enough for you? No, they were not. Oh, here's the press conference. Real somebody at work out. Dude, he's on his ass. Oh. Oh, he slammed him. And, oh, Henry Godwin. Yeah, why is Henry Godwin there? He's a light farmer. Because he was in the process of being being a member of the Million Dollar He's not on this fucking show. He was distracted by the big city lights, man. He was a dude. Oh, my God. What is it? Indoor toilets, cement ponds. Only Lord. Bab, bab. Can you understand what I'm saying to you? I You're can't, wrestling LT tonight. I can't hear you over my glorious mullet. I'm pretty sure you can fucking hear Todd Pettengill on the fucking mic here. He's talking so loud. Bam cuts a really good promo here, though. They even Kevin Nash says that the clique hated Bam Bam, but they knew he could fucking work. So like, I mean, they didn't like him as a person, but they're like, he could play on our team. It's actually gonna uh, bring this up later, but now that it's fresh in my mind, I'll bring it up now. Do you think that the that the fact that Bam Bam gets the main event slot at WrestleMania contributed negatively? To his career, as far as yep. like backstage politics. Oh yeah, because even we 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 actually watched some highlights of that yeah, timeline. We're going to get to that. Where uh, when we were watching this, I did put on Kevin Nash's timeline to see what he had to say about WrestleMania. So during the WWF title match, we'll kind of get to that, and I'll talk yeah. more about it. But he did say in the big meeting that they had with uh, 
Pat Patterson and Vince McMahon that they went over a list of people and they agreed that Bam Bam was a was a player to keep on their team to keep on that, the WWE team. They may not have liked him as a person, and they and he didn't like the click, but he he could work and that he deserved to be. And he said that he always he always that he personally always liked Bam Bam. <laughs> Newspaper articles are talking about this match. <laughs> Back to you, Vince. <laughs> Is like, there a hurricane in here? He, he reminds me of that Will Ferrell character from SNL that can't control the volume of his voice. <laughs> oh, that WrestleMania 11 program is probably worth, worth $3. I'm surprised um, you don't fucking have it. I don't, man. Look at those hats. There's the LT football and the hat. Those are actually worth a lot of money. A lot of money, because well, the only place you could really get them was there and through that ad from Barry Dodinsky. If only they hadn't cut that, they may have some left over in the warehouse. You could- it's weird that they cut that, but I think in SummerSlam, they do not cut that. I remember watching that match with Sean and Razor. Oh, and look who it is, Mr. Howard, whatever Finkel. I was going to say Jay Finkel, just to be a dig, but Howard Finkel. <laughs> so I guess his uh, hair implants from... Uh, Sa Sterling from last year's Mania didn't, didn't take <laughs> It's just he's brimming with so much testosterone, his body rejected it. It's weird because apparently, oh, there it is. There's that bread I was talking about. Oh God, he's like drunking off. You see it? It looks like a lesbian woman. Um, what? I th- they do say that. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it said that Howard Finkel had a very extensive porn collection. Absolutely, good for him. <laughs> They never announced the uh, attendance for this mania. Well, I mean, would you? I mean, I probably <laughs> um, would. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do do they at any point prior to this show say, "Hey, Roddy Piper is going to be nope, the guest nope. referee of this match"? They never mention it. And, and yeah, it says they didn't even announce Roddy as a special ref, which would have been another reason for people to watch. I. Huge Piper fan, but Piper ruins this match. Not that this match would have been a this masterpiece. Match, I will honestly sit here and tell you, though, watching it back, it's just kind of like the Rumble to me. This Mania isn't as bad as I remember, but like this match isn't as bad as I remember. Piper it's, it's Piper so, ruins what could have been a, a decent match yeah. by... There's one specific part, and I'll try and point it out when it happens, but basically Piper realizes that this thing is dying a slow, painful death, mm-hmm. and he switches it up, and rather than asking Backland, he asks Brett, you want to quit? And the fucking crowd pops, because it was funny, but mm-hmm. that shows you how little investment they had in this, which is a shame, because this, this could have been fucking it's still terrific. Weird. It's still weird hearing no music for Backland. Everyone else on the show has music but Backlund. Brett. It means he's old school, brother. Brett has gone on record in his book saying that this is the worst pay-per-view match he's ever had. And he got kicked by Goldberg in the fucking head. That match is worse. <laughs> and he still put that match over this one. I I, I, lo- I love Brett. I'm going to... Uh, those cameramen are in the way. I'm going to disagree. Um, there's quite a few WCW matches that I would rank lower than this one. But this this match, watching it back... Is not as terrible as I remember it. I just remember I, it's not a good match. Trust me, it's it's not a fucking good match. But like, it is not as bad as it. It's Brett makes it out to be. So this was the very first uh, I quit match in the WWF. I thought it was, you know. And uh, if you go through, you know, the history of them in the WWF, uh, there have been uh, quite a few over the years. 
Um, what would you say is the well? The, let's let's say this. Well, which do you think is the most iconic, and which do you think is the best I Quit match in WWF slash E history? I immediately go to Rock Mankind, man. Is is kind of both. Um, it's certainly the most infamous because uh, the chair shots that he fucking took to his head, which I don't even know if they've edited those out of on Peacock. They, they edited a couple of them out because I showed Lindsay that he watched it. That's right, watched it at my house. They, they they edited a few of those <clears throat> out. Um, none like really stick out off the top of my head about uh, JBL and um, and Cena, Cena had, that, had one, that was that one was really good. But mm-hmm. I think Rock and Mankind, even though like it's not really the a, a great scientific match, and in terms they just of just the, the, piss out the brutality other. is uh, tremendous. The I have to agree with you because I feel like that elevated John to a whole other level. Yeah, it. I feel like the, they didn't. Ha- they don't have a ton of equipment matches. Well, and you shouldn't. Yeah, no, like, um, it's not an overdone thing. Like because when we we started talking about it, and it was like, oh. Uh, uh, Austin versus Brett WrestleMania. I'm it's like, no, that's, that's, like, that's a submission match. It's not an I Quit match. Um, so, like, it, it took them a long time, I feel like, for them to ever have another I Quit match after this debacle. Well, I mean, really, even before prior to this and other other companies, there really hadn't been that many. Uh, the, the The pinnacle it's, of it is the uh, Tully. US title match, Tully and uh, and Magnum, which is top three my favorite. Which is matches ironic of all time. because. And him say, instead of him saying I quit, he says yes. Yeah, it's just and kind that, of like here. But at the same time, he used that basically for the next year as as uh, an arguing point that he didn't really lose. It's good good stuff. Um, Terry Funk and um, oh crap, um, Rick Flair have one, don't they? Isn't that an I quit match? Yeah, and he was eighty nine. That's an eighty nine. But. Yeah, that's uh, 89. But uh, Terry Funk has one against, um, ah, crap, I can't, I'm blanking on uh, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert in ECW was like the first one in uh, in ECW, if I'm correct. Um, he beat, uh, Terry Funk beats him with a tiny ladder. Like, it's like a, it's like a step ladder. And he just like gingerly beats him in the leg with it until Eddie Gilbert gives up. I forgot, I'm, I just looked up a list of these. McMahon, Mr. McMahon and Stephanie have one at No Mercy Is that when he chokes her with, with the, the pipe? pipe. Yeah. Those were the pipe. Austin and Ken Shamrock have one in Raw in 98. I did not know that. But I think he knocks out Ken Shamrock instead of, like, um, making him say I quit. Chavo and Rey Mysterio have one on SmackDown. Oh, I remember that. That's when he keeps hitting him with the chair on the knee. Yep. yep. He's got him hanging upside down. Uh, Beth Phoenix and Molina have one at One Night Stand. I'm sure that's terrific. Uh, Ray and Chavo have another one in 07 when he comes back. Rock Triple H have one in, in Raw in 99. Um, I think it's before the Rumble, like as a warm-up. Like the week before? No, no, he went, it's actually one after it, <clears throat> sorry. It's 24 hours afterwards. Johnson and JBL, Judgment Day 05. Rick Flair and Mick Foley have one at SummerSlam oh, 06. I I want to I comment on that really quickly. Like that match was not very good, but they they had like real internal heat because of stuff that um, they had said Flair, to each other. Yeah, Flair said some things book. in his book, and Foley had said some things in his book. But they turned it into an angle, and I'm I'm not a big like hardcore fan, 
But during that period of time, Flair went out of his way to prove that, like, he could do all that shit. And he, he had a ladder match on, like, ECW. And, yeah, he has and, a ladder match with The Miz on Raw. And yeah. then he has a um, Extreme Rules match with Big Show yeah, on ECW that, and takes the thumbtack spot. Yeah, and and uh, to for him to be... And you know, and we say he's definitely advanced age now. But like we we thought of him as advanced age then. Doing that stuff is is incredible, albeit uh, not my not my taste. Literally, literally, I just I'm looking at this right now. There were ten I Quit matches from this one until 2008 in the WWE. That's how rare they were used. Well, I mean, the, good. I mean, that's uh, gimmick matches should be a once-a-year type of thing and not tied to a fucking pay-per-view. My <clears> God, <throat> I fucking hate Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Money in the Bank. And Money, Money in the Bank should be at WrestleMania. To me, like, it was it was better used as it's as a spectacle on the show. Yeah. Brett, Brett used the figure four in the, uh, earlier on Bob Backlund here, and they brought up how Jeff, he must have learned that from Jeff Jarrett. The funny thing about this match, guys, getting kind of back on with this match, the bell never rang. And Brett had a huge pop as he came out. Um, Dude, they had... Jerry Lawler brings up the fact that, you know, Brett won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania and he couldn't remember who... uh, He asked asked Vince, do you you know who that was? He said, Bulldog. Yeah. And he goes, no, Roddy Piper. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. Does anybody remember what the most recent I Quit match was in WWE? Nope, nor do I care. It's Reigns versus Uso inside Hell in a Cell. Still don't care. That was actually a really good good match. match. And then Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm. Still don't care. What about Kaylee Ray and Tony Storm? (laughs) 205 Live had two. Uh, Jack Gallagher versus Davari and Cedric Alexander versus Noam Dar. I watched the Noam Dar one. Uh, Fun fact, Noam Dar smells like an angel. And okay. he, still, he still doesn't have a wrestling figure. He's one of the only people from the original 205 Live not have a figure. We actually we met uh, Noam Dar at uh, Full Cell, and the man smelled like a fucking... Uh, he smelled like a man. Backlund working over the arm here, sitting up for the chicken wing. <laughs> oh, uh, Brett turns away. I like that. Well, with this match being goofy with the fucking... Um, the fucking, you know, I quit whole gimmick. Would this match not have made more sense as a submission match? It would have, in my opinion. Since they both have a submission finisher anyway. But they're playing off Survivor Series 94. Yeah, I mean, it's the storytelling is sound. Because, in, in terms of the way that it, like, it's being, oh, the, the, its that? purpose. Because he can't submit, you can't throw in the towel, you have to say the words, well, he I just quit. Tapped, he tapped there. So, so the, there's a funny little, there's a, not a funny spot, there's a great spot. Backlund was stalking Brett, and all of a sudden Brett realized that his, he has his back to Backlund, and he turns around real quick to kind of, you know, to get away from the, the cross face. Well, and I hate this mic with the cord, which I probably, they're probably having to use it because of all the technical issues. Yeah, the, I'm 99% sure that's the reason, but it does it does inhibit some of the, uh, the movement. Backlund just gave an elbow to Brett's face. It looked so good. I think Backlund should have been a staple of the mid-card, as in he should have been feuding with guys like Razor. I know they had their match at WrestleMania 9, but feuding with guys like Razor and feuding with guys like Bulldog and Luger, uh, it would have made more sense to me than putting him in there with Brett. True. I also have on my notes that everything uh, on, un- on on uncensored was worse than this. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this match. You needed to write that down. I did. There's not a record. match on this card that is worse than anything on Uncensored. I hate to tell you, like this, this match, this pay per view, still heads and shoulders above Uncensored. Uh, the the Undertaker King Kong Bunny match comes close to to being as Fair. bad as as some of the better matches on on but, that show. But the Undertaker makes. But the under, you're you're taking the words right out of my mouth, Travis. Right. We have we're like on the same wavelength here. Are we becoming? You one? took the words right out of his oh, mouth. Are we becoming? It must one? have been while he was kissing you. Yeah, during our break. Wow, <laughs> that was a meatloaf reference. Enjoy I, I, that. Yes, <laughs> calm down, Brian. I do. I, I love Bad Out of Hell, but how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I would for the for when I used to work with Scott every day when I would go home and every day I'd go to work. I would put Bad Out of, Bad Out of Hell on as I drove home. God, Brett. Even I think Brett knows. That, like as this match is going on, it fucking blows. Well, I mean, as a performer, you got to know when shit's clicking and when shit's not, and it, clearly it's just not clicking. And it's not that Backlund's a terrible worker. It just it just okay. is not clicking. I why is I Piper Piper is a big reason why this Brett, is not working. I mean, but I also think the the placement on the card. Yes. And it has a lot to you do know, with this as well. Something else I don't like here, Brett doesn't have his fucking knee pads pulled up. They're like right above the boots. They're not on his knees. They're like on his shin. Just like Ric Flair. Woo-hoo. Well, they hate each other, so. Nah, they're, they're, they're am- amicable animosity, I like to think of it as, because they, they're cordial to each other's face, but then we'll dog talk each other behind their back. They don't think either one is great, pretty much. And they're both and they're both right and they're both wrong from their perspective. Oh, Brett with the shoulder. To the He's post. so sympathetic, man. His, his selling never happened. Now, did you guys see that? How that post is taped? Yep, with that blue oh, tape at Mania. Yeah, at Mania, that will never happen. Like, I guess it's for Diesel's pyro later, but like that would never happen now. Like, would well, never that, well, that's that. a good thing too about having. Black ring poses, you don't notice stuff like that as much on when it's on a black. They don't ever zoom in on it like that either. He's oh, got the oh, rope. Up, oh, up, oh, up, oh, up. Oh. He's butt fucking. So weird looking. Butt fucking? I agree. Bite, <laughs> bite, bite his fingers, Brett. Bite his fingers. <laughs> he's trying to, oh, he's oh, trying he's to, trying to go it. for it. He's trying to go for it. Trying to go oh, for it. This is nearly. The camera angle was strange there because the cord of the microphone looked like they were about to trip and yeah, trip over and, it. And, he says no. <laughs> Backlund's got the jitter legs. He's <laughs> he's got a boner. He's trying to enter. And here's, oh, thank oh, God. Oh. Here's the finish. Dude, have you realize that like none of these matches on this mania have really been that long. No, each match ran about on average about six to eight minutes, uh, with the exception of the the match we're going to get next, and um, even the main event goes a little bit like about ten minutes. Here, here's the thing about this match: like if there was, if, <laughs> if, oh, he's going to hook the legs if, once he grapevines them. If prayer. there was a, a match that could have benefited from more time Isn't on paper. On paper, it's this one because the story. Th- the story, but I'm I'm glad that it ended in the time that it did. He didn't say it like that's what they. Like. He's just like it's just like because ah, ah. Brett's inside of him now. <laughs> He's got that leg grape on like a mother though. The predator has become the prey. <laughs> Brett's like God, get me out of this shit. This sucks. You can visibly see on Bret Hart's face that he's pissed off. He is not happy about his match. He really should. They really should have put the no holds barred match with him and Owen. 
on this pay-per-view. Dude, that would... Uh, and I, then that would have took your tag titles away. But then if you did the Smoking Buns for... Smoking Buns, sorry. <laughs> that's Smoking Buns? That is now their name? That's on the your... Smoking Buns. That's on your porn list now. Um, <laughs> but if you did the Smoking Guns versus the Heavenly Bodies, the Smoking Buns versus the Heavenly Booties. Big Butt Billy Buns. <laughs> you have two ass teams playing against each other. Um, but that would have been a good match. <laughs> Ass play. <laughs> it's erotic. Condolingus. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I like the way it sounds. Condolingus erotic. Condolingus erotic. Love you, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Poor Brad. He can tell, like, look, you can tell yeah. he's fucking pissed he's just, off. He's just like, thank God this is over. I don't have to wrestle Bob Backlund ever again. We got to think, the year before this, he was the main event winning the fucking title being held up. Like everybody in the pretty yeah, much on the roster. But I mean, he he's a few months out from getting the title back, and then this the, is where, like the cameramen don't even get the fuck watch, out of his so way. So Brett realizes Backlund's out there. Backlund has seen the light. <laughs> look at his look I've at his facials. I've seen the light. He's gonna run for president. Goddamn right. <laughs> in in 1995, if if you would if you would have said. Bob Backlund was going to run for president, and he would and he would not win. But Donald Trump is going to run for president, and he will. Would you have believed? No, no, no. I would have believed that they both would have lost. Here's the funny thing about this. Now, if you'd have put this Bob Backlund character in the 2010 era, he would be being cheered as a heel. He would have been. Yeah, 95. The fans are different. But, like, if you'd have put him in that, like, from 2010 to now range, he, he would be, be cheered. He would have been, he answers. would have turned himself, you know, single level baby face, Which, you know. That's why it always so bugged cool. me when they brought Backlund back. They didn't let him act like that. They just kind of made him. Brucey here was talking about. dude. <laughs> Brucey was talking about how uh, they couldn't find uh, Pamela. They haven't seen her at the building. Um, you're going to see her shortly. But right now, you got to think. If with it being WrestleMania, you'd be getting a promo package before this match. Oh, there's no promo packages in this whole pay per view, and I just realized that there is none. Except got to make time to show the there's the Gary Stratum bloom. But, but see, <laughs> but see, they showed all those promo packages on the fucking WrestleMania show on Raw. Um, Todd is still yelling. Uh, Diesel botches his. Oh yeah, fucking. Oh yeah, promo that's hilarious. My exact words were fucking Diesel fucks his promo. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets pissed. You can tell he gets pissed that he fucked up. He actually, but he actually kind of makes his promo better because he actually starts showing a little bit of emotion because he fucks so, up. Somebody put gasoline in his diesel tank. Watch oh. <laughs> oh, this, here comes. He's <laughs> got a war. Remember when he said that in WCW? No, was- here it is. Let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah. They need a figure with that gear. I like how he makes eye contact with you while he's flubbing his lines. What did he fuck up? What did Todd is still fucking yelling? He he's he just fumbled over his words. Yeah, I mean, it was he no... basically started to say th- uh, one thing two different ways, well, and couldn't commit to one. Yeah, what direction. happened to their procedure of pre-taping all this shit? 
Like I feel like could every, it, I feel like everything is live here. Could yeah. it could it be? And I'm just uh, shooting from the hip here that maybe because of audio issues they were forced to have to do everything live. Yeah, but if they did done the shit early in the day, they could have worked the damn technical issues. Maybe out. maybe it took them all day to get them to this shitty point. Or and maybe fuck the, this little turd. Or fuck this no maybe name. The truck was messed rat up. Rat soup eating motherfucker. Maybe the truck was messed up and they couldn't send the highlight videos. They couldn't send the pre tapes. And they're having to do this shit again. I never really found that answer. Yeah. When I found, every time I look at him, I think of Hallmark Channel because my mother in law always watches the Hallmark Christmas movies. I, I feel like he's always else. in a fucking Hallmark movie. I didn't realize he was young Simba until like he mentions it in these. Yeah, problems. he's only young Simba in the lines of dialogue. He's he not, doesn't sing. He doesn't sing. That would be uh, the the kid from uh, uh, crap. The people understand. Yes, and also Mighty Ducks. Yes, and the Sandlot. Fuck, fucking a man. Yeah, good Brand, for him. Brandon. I'm blanking on his last name, but uh, very very talented. Much more talented than this vanilla little shit. Um, like how his hair's parted down the middle. That was that was. There's John Bonet Ramsey in the crowd <laughs> with, with her uh, bow in her hair. Why couldn't John Bonet Ramsey have lived and John and Taylor Thomas have died? <laughs> you know what? I think that's a fair trade. So I'm just saying. I, I, I'll get it. I'll give it to this guy, man. He did. He did a lot on this show. Yeah, Brucey. Brucey did it well. He, he did his uh, detective gimmick, kind of. Well, he did his detective gimmick, but he, the only thing I, I I don't really like is that he's like the guest ring announcer. And I feel like that should not be for your title. I know they had Burt Reynolds do it the year before. And he, was ter- he wasn't good at that. He, he really wasn't. But Burt Reynolds is better than he is. Well, Burt Reynolds is Burt fucking Reynolds. Burt Reynolds is dead. So Burt Reynolds has a broke arm during that show because he was jerking off on fucking... Uh, well, who was the lady that came out with him? Ron, 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 Ron Shear. Yeah, yeah. jerking off on they had, uh, they had issues, evidently, according to his management. But then like they met and they were totally cool with each other. So who knows? Bruce But I, I saw Burt Reynolds before he died. His earpiece. Yeah, we, we both did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks sad from the pictures y'all saw. We saw him at um, Bubba, Bubba Fest. Fest. God, the, the, one of the worst cons I've ever been to. No, it was it was oh, great. There he kind is. Of. <laughs> there he yeah, is. I got to hang out with the good guys over at Color Elbow. There you go, man. Jenny. Fucking Sean looks like a star oh, here. Fuck yeah. Diesel, or Sid looks fucking fantastic as well. Can, can we... <laughs> Can we can we uh, put the debate? Let's uh, just a, a poll: Jenny McCarthy or Pamela Anderson? We talked about this the other day, yesterday. In my opinion, with just how things have turned out, Jenny McCarthy. She is way hotter than Pamela. She Anderson doesn't have now. she doesn't have hepatitis, and, well, and if she get she got she it, she, she would take a shot. <laughs> she, she would take a vax for it. <laughs> I, but I'll say, man, like we had this discussion, and to me, she turned out hotter now in life, but she's. Fucking hotter than her on this show. Yeah, uh, I uh, I feel like she's more natural. I want to be here. Not. So there's something I noticed here, right? So Jenny McCarthy is fucking hot. Don't get me wrong. I've seen both women naked, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, probably. not in person. I wish, but there's he, he has no pro, uh, pyro here. He's a heel man. He doesn't need it. That's like the but, trucker hats that I saw that somebody found online in Florida. Like, look at the, the terrible name placement here. They cover him like they fuck it up. Good job, Bucky Beaver. <laughs> but <laughs> you bumble fuck it, asshole. Going back, there's something I noticed was when both women get in the ring. You definitely notice that Pamela Anderson has a fucking fat ass, mm-hmm. and I love that. So I'm gonna go Pamela Anderson. 
I'm going Jenny McCarthy. I, I'm I'm siding with Travis. Uh, Jenny McCarthy has been it for me for uh, probably second only to Carmen Electra back in the '90s. So watch well, this right here. So Carmen he, Electra went he's all hype. He's all hype. Sean, that that's kind of an infamous little. Yep. Thing. So he Sid asked him where he wants him to stand here in a second watch. Sean now would have his uh, back narrowed. What won't sh- what won't me do? That doesn't make Sid doesn't look that much taller than Sean there. Though. No. Here he comes. Something boys. I noticed too. So we talked about this as well. That remember when Sean left in '93, right? Like, because you know the whole. Apparently, he was on steroids. That's why that they did the whole angle where he you um, see that glass break after fucking, he walked by. Uh, what if that had busted in his eye? Well, fucking Pamela Anderson comes out. What if it would have happened right over oh, her? Fuck her tits would deflate and she'd been all right. I'll calm down. But uh, they're full of gravy. We we were talking about Sean when he you know when he was suspended and technically walked out on with the Intercontinental Title. Um, how much weight he has lost it. He, he like lost it. Excuse me, he's, lost. He's he's definitely toned more, up. Toned up. You but can I, tell she doesn't really want to be there. The reason I believe though that that's the case is because he is actually you know full on having um, Nash there. They're going to the gym and shit all the time together. Yeah, that's that's probably. I mean, Nash was notorious for uh, you know making sure that he you know got up early and hit the gym and all that stuff. Don't despite me, hangovers and all that. Don't get me wrong, Pamela Anderson's hot there. But you can just tell she doesn't really want to be there, and Jenny McCarthy acts like she's fucking having a great time too. And that goes a lot. Yeah, Pamela Anderson acts like she does not want to fucking be there. I say her ass something that something that Diesel does here that is fucking terrible is that he doesn't hold the bottom like the, between the bottom and he, middle rope. He holds the middle rope for her to walk do over. You, do you think they put uh, Jenny in a fucking black dress to like tone her down a little bit and put? Pam in the shiny dress to make her look more of a Watch deal. good. Black's bad. Yeah, angel and the devil. Yeah, I want to kiss both of them. How can I get a hangover with white them? cotton panties? <laughs> Chocolate titties. Watch this watch spot right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck! Kill a cameraman. I'm care. pretty sure Sid was supposed to catch him. He wasn't and and because uh, the cameramen were in the fucking way, but uh, but Sean told him to stand in a place. I, uh, I don't otherwise. I don't like the fact. Yeah, because he he fucking holds that. Watch the middle rope. You know why he's doing this? Because he want he wants her fucking uh, dressed her right up on her crotch. But see, like when she gets back in the ring at the end of the thing, she requests the middle rope. Jenny takes the lower rope. And I think the reason she does that is she doesn't want her uh, snatch to get seen if she bends down too low. Well, Tommy Lee's gonna be mad. Guess what? Oh, my name's Pamela Anderson. I don't oh. think anybody's seen it by this point. Give it time, friends. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. All I'm saying is I've seen it. There is a lot to talk about in this matchup, by the way. Like, there's a lot. There's a few spots and stuff in this match that um, Diesel and Sean did not not agree with this man on. Um, and there's also a spot in here where Diesel kind of gets a little pissed at Sean. He it, talks about it in the timeline. Is, is it when Sh- uh, Sean fucking sandbags him? When he takes the fucking powerbomb weird. Yeah, he yeah. lands completely like like flat on his ass. Yeah, he, uh, like he over-rotates. Oh, look, oh, Jenny McCarthy's like, I'm going to fuck both these guys later. And she and, and God bless her, I hope she did. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope they did. <laughs> I hope I hope I hope that uh I hope they had kids and I hope that uh, that they, they grew up to be strong. They keep, and... they keep throwing the live in the Hartford Signet Center. This isn't raw. We fucking know we're watching it on pay per view, you dumb fucks. I will say when you look at Sean, you look at Diesel, you look at Sid, they all three look like fucking stars. 
Dude, every we, single one. This is, and we talked about this too. Diesel doesn't wear that gear a whole lot with the silver tassels and the pads. This is the what should should have been the ultimate figure. I I fucking hate it. It looks like a Christmas tree. However, Sean's, Sean's Sean's gear, I, I like it. I like we it talked about that as well. I said I would love to have it, and Travis was like, "Well, what would they do about his boots?" I'm like, "Well, they just make them red." Like, well, because he's got the TR on them and stuff. I think yeah. place that was so, hard, I guess. So, uh, oh god, Sean bumping like a fucking champion. Look at him. <laughs> And that's, that's reminiscent of uh, uh, SummerSlam 05. The cameramen are going to come into play in this match as well. So, Diesel talks about on his timeline of 1995 that you know, they went into this match, you know, being friends. Of course, they're friends, but they Sean right. wanted his fucking spot that, you know, this is, you know, a shark infested waters and he, he, he wants his, his spot. It's, it's shitty. But it's but, good. But, but but at the same time, you know, competition, but between friends or otherwise, is is not a bad thing. No, well, you got to look at it from Sean's perspective here. They they literally say this is Sean's seventh WrestleMania at this point. He's seven WrestleManias in. Diesel's. This is his first Mania wrestling, and Woo! he's already the WWF champion. I could see where Sean to be a little pissed. Well, of, well yeah, because Shawn Michaels is well. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yep, here, here here's where Sean throws the cameraman. Yep. Look at his face. He is fucking furious. The dude's in the fucking way. There's, there's, the, ring there's the ring apron you can see. <laughs> but like he is fucking pit. Like he lands on that fucking guy. He's a heel. He does the same thing in fucking bad blood <laughs> here. Uh he has a I have that goddamn mullet. Looks fantastic. No one has a Shawn Michaels mullet. I have to agree with Brandon what he said last episode of ours. That no one has a Shawn Michaels mullet. Y'all need to step your shit up. It, it's that's it's, some it's, Bush League now looking at it though. Like Vince McMahon would almost think he'd cancel the fucking show if an apron wasn't right now. Oh no, it, it would never happen now. Oh no. Oh, we oh, bend over hey. a little bit more. Ugh, titties. Oh, I did <laughs> It looks like your nips about to pop out of that fucking dress. She matches Diesel. If I wish hard enough, it but, might happen. But something, oh, here comes Earl with his overacting bullshit and something match. Diesel. Kevin Ash also says is that you know he knew that Sean was going to be coming in there like a oh he spits Ooh. on him like a like you know nice coming touch. in there wanting to work his you know try to blow him up yeah he blow, he, he comes in hot and uh, super by, by the end of this match like he's completely out of gas pun intended yeah. it's hard to think <laughs> Sean Michaels has been there from WrestleMania five till now though he's not Mister Mania I mean he went him and Brad have both been through a shit ton with this stuff. You tell, I think Totoro, you can tell he's actually a fan. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's watching it. He has had a blast. Oh, they almost fucked that. Whoa. Oh, they did fuck oh, it. Well, he sold the arm, though. Which is because he was working over Shit. Working over it. Yeah, people can see what you're talking about, Travis. I know. I almost <laughs> dropped my phone. But, like, Sean going for a suplex was stupid. That close to the ropes was dumb. You knew it was getting reversed. Uh, I understand working. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was looking. Oh, oh, oh that's a, oh, but, but, but at least we've a better he, spot. He, oh. Watch Sean's head right here. They do. Oh, they do it good. Oh, they I, saved it. Sean has a concussion. That's where I got walking. And, and yet he's never murdered a single member of his family <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> True. He's probably <laughs> murdered his wife, sweet, sweet vagina a few times. Oh, I mean, they got two kids, so good for them. Uh, Sean. Sean Oliver asked um, Kevin Nash on that timeline as well uh, how he felt about LT and Bam Bam main eventing over uh, 
them. Uh, he believed that, that they, as in Nash and Sean, should have main evented. That'd have been uh, But credits Bamham to being able to pull off the main event match. He said that their story was longer, more in depth. And he said that they were the they were the the main event. They were the special attraction. They should have been semi main. They should have been main. There, there's always going to be this debate on like in how you structure your show, and, and to me, like the title should always be the focal focal point. But there's there's times like WrestleMania 18 where yeah. like I, the the title meant less than. You know, Hogan, Hogan and, and The Rock, that should have been the last match, even though, like, I'm a traditionalist, and that, you know, the title should mean the most, but there's these rare, rare occasions where, where certain things mean more, or should mean more, and... Sean loves that spot, by the way. My my uh, my question to you guys is, would it have hurt Ooh. the overall card to have put Bam Bam and LT on oh, any, they any place other than the main event? No. I, no it I, wouldn't have made sense. Unless you, because I mean, unless you started, a, I could have seen easier. this being main and them being semi-main. So but. they, Sean clothesline Diesel over the top, and they took out a, a photographer. The shitty thing about that is the photographer no sells it. He immediately gets her up. I was like, if you're at least going to get hit, you need to at least sell that you were hit because it takes away from him getting clotheslined over the top rope. Well, well, I, you also have to look at what sold this mania. Lt and Bam Bam sold this mania. There, that that's the whole reason all those photographers are there. If LT wasn't there, there's four people there. That oh, George Napolitano, Bill Apter, that Black Jack Brown, right there. and there's one more guy I can't remember his name from the '90s. It's always running around. But um, they sold that mania. But I feel like you could have honestly switched that LT Bam Bam thing out for this in the main event, and it wouldn't affect the card. Everybody was still with the Look at him. Look yeah, at him. Yeah, look at him. Pissed. Pie facing that let guy. Me, let me use, that guy doesn't sell it either. Let me use WrestleMania 18 again as a, as a reference point. People were so hyped going into WrestleMania to see Triple H return and win the title, but they were so fucking emotionally exhausted after Hogan Rock that that match suffered. Do you think this match was suffered because... Despite the fact that I'm not a huge fan of the match overall, fucking LT and and Bam Bam get the crowd fucking behind them. Here's where I don't think it would have, because the match was kept relatively short. True. The match is not a 20, 25 minute like Rock and Hogan was. Up, down, up, down. There's only, they pretty much beat down LT for the whole match. He gets this, you know, a couple hope spots in. And then he comes back, hits the flying thing off the, the turnbuckle, wins. this spot. And it's over. Oh. But this match doesn't have a whole lot of up-down either. If you think about it, Sean pretty much dominates this match. Yeah, speaking of that, Vince tries to say that Diesel is the underdog in this match. Yeah, that pissed me off. Because I'm like, how the fuck is he the underdog? I, good, good, uh... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's dumb. It's hard to uh, it's hard to say that the seven foot tall, jacked up guy, pun intended. Um, well, the, the, by the end of this match, the fucking crowd is completely behind Sean. Oh yeah, and, and we're gonna talk. We're about gonna talk about a spot here shortly. But I think the the smart decision that they made in in having Sid out there because otherwise. I almost the, really think Diesel might have fucking hurt his rib here because he's he's not so, the, he's not that good of an actor. I've know. seen him in Ninja Turtles too. Fuck you! <laughs> what were you saying, Brandon? I've seen him in Magic Mike as well. Um, they they made a smart decision in having Sid out there because if Sid wasn't out there, 
fucking fucking Sean, without a doubt, would have been the quote unquote underdog. And and I, I'm guessing the reason that that Vince says this is that Diesel is the underdog is because Sean has Sid, but he needs Sid there because otherwise you're going to babyface him because the little scrappy guy that's got the heart and obviously can outwork the big guy. It's going to endear himself. Even he is a shit heel eventually. Diesel power. Hulkamania 2.0. No. <laughs> no. Let's not shield a skip. He doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but Sean works the knee. He works the arm. He's like, he's trying to chop the big man down. So as I was looking up, you know, I was trying to find who was labeled like the worst worker of 95. Um, I realized that PWI gave this the match of the year. Yeah, um, the, um, Meltzer gave this like a four, like four stars, which is like for him is like high praise. And like I'm not one of those people who fuck Dave, fucking Dave Meltzer, exactly. I jerk off to the newsletter. I use it as my fucking, fucking Marcus Wheels. Better <laughs> like this. <laughs> um, I don't even think fuck this Marcus is this is a good match. But I don't think this is even the best WWF match we've seen. Dude, I, I honestly think that we've seen better tag matches than we've seen. For the whole bar match is better than this, honestly. Uh, or it's on par with it, at least. Like, I, I can... Good I, job I, fucking not taking that... But, well, here's my thing, too, correctly, Diesel. Do you guys think that this match gets more praise? Because it is a good match, but compared to most of the shit we've seen in 95, it's kind of above it? Well, everything in 95 pretty much sucks. Spoiler. <laughs> I mean, they put King Mabel on top, guys. Come on. Fucking spoiler, you dick. <laughs> But <laughs> you goddamn dirt sheet piece of shit. <laughs> but like, this match is really good. But like, some of this stuff, like Sean just punching him, I feel like he should have been doing working something, working doing, his doing arm, a little bit more, or maybe some clotheslines or something instead of punches. But at least there's not a ten punch in this fucking match, Doug and special. You notice we have not seen a ten punch on this whole goddamn show. Well, That's how you du- book a fucking wrestling well, show. Jim Duggan hasn't been booked. Look at that back elbow. That was a nice back elbow. A I want to say something really quickly about the ten punch. That's fucking great for a live show if you're like, but it sucks if you're watching that at home. So yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do that in a fucking. That's the one thing I'll agree with Jr. On he talks about every fucking podcast because he repeats stuff. But um, no no offense to Jr. He'll never listen to this. But um, <laughs> there's no blood. There's no bruising. There's no nothing. And you're punching a guy in the face as hard as you can ten times. Quotations around hard as you can. But, like, that doesn't make sense to me. And if it's used in multiple fucking matches... Oh, no, that, that shows you just the difference in, in the hierarchy of, of Look at this of one dumbass back there, like, Oh, no, look at my arms. Hope you lose your arms in a car wreck, you piece of shit. This elbow drop Whoa. Sean is about... <laughs> that, wow. This elbow drop Sean's about to deliver is fucking fantastic. And it's replayed in a lot of stuff of his. Well, look how far he jumps, man. And it's right in the small of the back. You know what I've seen more than that? Diesel every himself. every fucking time that Shane McMahon jumps from across the corner. ring uh, the, for some fucking spot that doesn't mean shit. Calm down. I fucking hate wrestling. <laughs> I hope all the McMahons die no, in a car no. wreck. Oh my no. god. All of them. Every fucking one of them. Timmy McMahon, who's a Ooh. kid I went to middle school with, he can fucking die too. Uh, I dated a girl in high or uh, like elementary school and her name was Tatiana McMahon. Oh. I didn't. Date anybody named McMahon. 
You see, and no one used a DDT on this whole show. You notice that? I've noticed it's good. that. It's good. How many super kicks have you seen? Uh, not any until just a few seconds, which is <laughs> going to be a big point of contention in this match. Has he started calling it Sweet Shit Music yet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but he, he doesn't tune up the band. He still just throws it, which it is very lackluster. Is he going to do Snake Eyes here? I think he does do Snake Eyes, but I think he slides no. down his back. There it is. Oh, ooh. And see, like, there's not a bunch of flashy moves in this match. Which shows you how much wrestling has changed from 95 till now. It's, but everything, for the most something. part, is logical. Yo, it means something. Something that we, we never really have talked about either. This feud, it really has been, had been a slow build feud, and they really didn't touch. This is the first match they have. Yeah, because like they, they start the slow burn with Diesel winning the IC belt when he's hurt, technically. And then he's kind of jealous that Diesel has the IC title. They win the tag titles. Then SummerSlam, he super kicks him. Super, SummerSlam, he super kicks him. Then you get the Survivor Series, where he super kicks him again, costs Diesel the spot in the Survivor Series match. They throw down the tag belts. And then uh, then you get, what, what's his famous quote he uses in that thing? What a penance. What a penance. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then he goes and wins the WWF title in eight seconds at Madison Square Garden. And then it's like, I brought you in. Like, he brought him into the company, and now Diesel's getting all these shots. He's not getting it. I mean, it's a, it's a nice feud. It builds. It's great. I do think this match, I mean, storytelling-wise, it's been pretty good. Everything with that. I think part of the reason I don't think it is as high as it, like, they rated it higher than it should have Ooh, that is good. that I think there's not enough flash in this match for it to be a main event match. Which to me is good because it's like Sean's having to work to get Diesel down. I mean, I like that aspect I, of him. Which, I think if if Sean had gone over, I agree with what you're saying, Eddie. That it would need it would need more, more, more. But because Diesel retains, like the more the more flashy shit that Shawn Michaels does, it just makes Diesel look that's true worse. That's true. But also when I look at it like this is. I think a problem I have with it is you're supposed to look at this as Diesel is supposed to be the underdog in this match. If you, if you put like you got to think if, if you if you know not even that That's just the funny. way that they work. Yeah. But the the idea here is say if you switch spots and sit and Diesel's the heel and Sean's the face, Sean's going to get a lot more sympathy as the baby face getting beat down by the giant than other than the other way around. Sean got great position there too. But see, like I feel like a lot of this, like this match, would have been covered or like their build if they had shown a promo package before it, which is weird that they didn't. They showed it on fucking that Raw the, that we just watched. The, the build to the match has been good in in the sense that they have done all of the story beats that are that mm-hmm. precipitated existing, but they haven't done enough. Uh, the in between stuff, the, you know, the like we were just saying, yeah. like the promo packages, and well, they had they had a couple. They had that the face to face on Sunday Night Slam. We didn't watch. Well, they did that little promo package where on Raw, where Todd's like not once, not twice, but three times. Sean super kicked uh, his asses out. But then, I think I think that's the problem. And I the have. rumble where he runs in multiple times, and and it, it, I mean the the focal point has been LT yeah. and and Bam Bam. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like you should be promoting this as a double main event WrestleMania, no. two gigantic matches. I really feel like this is a two match show. 
this match and LT. Nothing else has really been well, built when or we get, promoted. When we get to the end of this, my outlook on this whole show has changed. No. And we talked about what I thought to me was the match of the night. No. And I think it might, it might um, not confuse, but surprise people. Yeah. But I think to me that's the biggest problem is Sean's supposed to be I think this is where Vince started to see it too, because there's that famous story where Pat or uh, Pat Patterson and Bruce Pritchard here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Boom. Apparently Earl fucked his his ankle up. For real. But like they really didn't Vince wanted Sean Vince wants Diesel to kick out at one here, which makes no sense since he's kicked out at two at various other positions during the match. He wants him to pretty much bury the super kick here. And Sean and Diesel disagreed with that. And they did it anyway. And then here's what the crowd does. So he pins him. One. Two. Kicks out super hard. The crowd boos. Yeah. And and Vince doesn't. And Vince doesn't understand. Because Vince puts this all. Oh, oh God. He's got a knife. He's going (laughs) to stab someone. Oh, my God. He's only dangerous if it's scissors. Oh, God. That's true. If it's one blade, you're fine. Um,. But, but then, let's make the match about you, Earl. Get the fuck out of the way. Vince views things through, like, this is the story, and, like, you're going to go along with the story. He no. doesn't understand that, like, people are going to perceive things Good shot, differently yeah. than he does. And that's so, always been the problem with him. He was trying to make Diesel Hogan there. Yes, and he absolutely should But see, what happened is when Hogan would have kicked out like that, he he'd immediately hulked up. up and got up three punches, boot. Diesel didn't do that. But, and, and the fans were tired of seeing the Hogan shit anyway. You could see that in WCW. They were fucking cheering Vader. But this is what I was saying before we hit that spot. So, you know, Bruce Pritchard said, you know, they wanted to make Sean the baby face. And Vince like, he would never be a baby face. I think this match opened his eyes, one, with the crowd reaction. But two, realizing that making Diesel your your underdog and not making Sean the underdog is a big missed opportunity. This is a fucking weird spot as well. Diesel hit the back body drop on Sean, but Sean pins Diesel. And he after he kicked out, out of after he kicked out of the and, super he did, and he didn't kick out as quick there as he did over the fucking super the, kick. The, the the time in which you know the the, the time lag between kickouts aside, Diesel should have pinned Sean it, there. It it makes more. I actually agree with Sean being the one to come out on top of that because because Sean has been the one who's gotten ninety percent of the offense yeah. in this match. Yeah. So. If you're telling the story that Diesel, quote unquote, is the the underdog, you know, he hits the move, but he's not able to capitalize on it because he's had his legs taken out from under him. Great spot where Sean jumped and Diesel caught him. Like, and he's still selling the ribs. And you haven't seen that. Like, I don't, I, haven't, I can't recall seeing that where he dove and he literally caught him from the side and hit him with a side slam. I know Brandon doesn't like to give uh, Kevin Nash a lot of credit, but Kevin Nash's selling ability is actually pretty good. Kevin Nash, when motivated, with a capable opponent, can have good matches. See, it, just, it just so happens that there are only two of those who have been able to accomplish that. I, Bret I still, Hart and Shawn Michaels. I still throw Scott Hall in there. Razor in 94 could pull a good match out of Diesel. But, but did he? Yeah. I mean, SummerSlam 94 is a pretty good match. Here we match. go. So he goes, to, he goes to do the slingshot to Shawn, and they miss the turnbuckle, the exposed turnbuckle. I think they did that maybe on purpose, though. Because they don't want Diesel to cheat to win. I, Undertaker pulled a good match out of Diesel, too. I'll give that. WrestleMania 12 match is not as bad as people 
It's not that bad. That's a pretty match for big. Yeah. It's one of the better big men matches. It's ever. It, it, it it well in comparison to most of um, Undertaker's oh, matches at the time. It, it, He's revving the it, engines. Sorry, you couldn't yes. help but be better than you know. I have in my previously. I, I have in my notes. He's revving the engines. Why not put the straps down? He's got weird. See, so it's funny because he hawked up. He hits the big boot, picks him up, power bombs him, and that's finished. So it's very Hogan esque. I just feel like the the ending kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, like he didn't really like if he would have took the straps down right here. They say they say here though, like on Bruce Prichard when they talked about WrestleMania 11, the cheers are piped in on the VHS because like I think Grill Monsoon makes a comment about man they. You're gonna have to change that. And See, there's that the shame power bomb. A bond thing is, that. how did Sean really? I mean, I feel like it was kind of out of his hands how he landed, though. No, Sean fucking did that. Sean flipped up. Sean fucking did that on purpose, and that he sent in a message. Sid immediately to, pulls him out. By he sent in a message to Vince, like, "Hey, this is this is I your fucking this. champion, and and I'm I made him look good. Yeah. I can make him look shit too. No, that that." And it's my biggest my biggest problem with Sean. Like, is as great as as Sean is, he's he's a huge fucking crybaby. He's and, out of there quick. And here's Jr. interviewed him on the ramp. <laughs> so, Sid's not as sweaty as he should be. I agree. It's because he dried out. Oh, there it is. Look at that ass She's coming in. I still think that's more the dress showing it off. Because you look at Jenny McCarthy, like, she's just... She doesn't have much of an ass. She's, she's got one. Watch it. Her dress isn't as tight, but her ass is just as good. So, my question to you, Brandon, is... Fuck, fuck I talked to Travis about this, but as we get all the celebrities in the ring, we can definitely talk about this. Sid keeps saying this isn't over. <laughs> do, do you think that the main event for the, the first in your house... Was going to be Sean Diesel too. <sighs> going back to what you were saying about this being the moment where Vince kind of realized what he had in Sean, uh, I'm going to say that that probably was what the he leader. had planned before. Vince screaming, the leader of the new generation. But after seeing the crowd response, I, I think that's when he realized, like, okay, we need to... Pamela Anderson, good job. We need to redirect uh, and kind of put... Uh, Sean on a baby face trick. So on top, of, so the next night on Raw, we're, we're gonna you know end up reviewing that here. You know, well, here comes Diesel. He lists the bottom middle rope up for Jenny McCarthy. And a, uh, we're going to uh, well, review. She, she we're fought, gonna review that episode. By night. Uh, but <laughs> Nicholas Satora stood there to get his head, her head is crushed. <laughs> He's in a great spot. Yeah. But the, the next episode, of Sniff course... Sniff Bernie's crotch or whatever his name is. Sid, Sid turns on Sean and powerbombs Sean. Now, do you think... This is a great prom- promo right here, by the way, by Sean. It's like fucking the great. the Coliseum video exclusive, almost, because it's so quick. you got to be kidding me. But... That I almost believe maybe that wasn't going to be the idea. Maybe they're going to play it off that Sean just couldn't get done, so Sid's going to try to go in there and get the title. And then this was going to build to Sean maybe winning the King of the Ring to uh, face Diesel again at SummerSlam. The, the reason that seems so quick is because there was an in-your-house ad promoting the pay-per-view between the the celebration and Sean being in the back, and that's cut, so then it makes it look weird. That it, that now, do you think so that's quick. cut because of... 
time on the tape? Is that why? Like, no, I, no. I mean, like, the, it's cut from this because this only runs two hours and twenty five minutes. It should run about two forty five. Yeah, thankfully, uh, because if you read on the back of the uh, the VHS, it says approximately three, three hours. hours. Thank God, this is not three Sid, hours. I, for Sid getting as much shit as he got in his whole career. This this he's actually a pretty decent promo here. In yeah, it's, it's, it's a good promo until until the I, we're live, pal. I, 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 I'm going to I'm going to agree and disagree with you when you can understand what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's cutting such a good promo; it's believable. Sean is very believable. You know why? Because he's probably genuinely pissed off. Because the whole <laughs> he he proves to the whole world he's the best wrestler in the world. Well, he's not, but he's in you know, top three. Who's <laughs> better, Rick? Rick, well, in, in in this in this Rick's in, retired, in, man. No, in this company, uh, Brett would be number one. Well, I will, I will, I will die on that fucking hill, <laughs> and I would, and I would say fucking Owen. Somebody back there doing the four horsemen sign behind Lawler's head. They heard Brian. Woo! Here we go, boys and girls. So this was a quick edit right here. Quick edit where they cut out. Um, the salt and pepper concert. Don't worry, Bundy. You know, got beat by Taker, and he's coming out there like he just won his match, and he's having a great, <laughs> great old time. Punching. He showed more charisma and athleticism running out to the ring than he did in that whole. Well, now match. he's in the main event. Here's corporate Tatanka, Tatanka. Buffalo. Uh, oh, he's I wearing wish, black. He's a heel. I wish that. Fucking, yes. I wish that. <laughs> Nikolai's in the fucking main event too, boys. The ten cent man, Nikolai Volkov. When's that going to be a fucking figure? Hey man, you remember you got that picture for your birthday? Oh, and that's the exact one. Here, here comes Coma without the urn. Where's the fuck? Why wouldn't the Undertaker just go to his locker room during this and get the fucking urn? Well, because Undertaker has to get back to his casket. Oh God, he's sweating. He's sweaty now. He's IRS. Sweaty. He's so Why, sweaty. Like, so what, sweaty. What, what caused him to get sweaty between now and when they showed him earlier? Because like, what has he been doing backstage that would precipitate him getting? Precipitated. Well, I have in my uh, notes uh, as history has it, Pamela Anderson was doing dick dingers in Diesel's locker room. <laughs> so I think that's where he got sweaty. Good for you. <laughs> no, he was he was snorting the coke off Diesel's dick. Oh. <laughs> Allegedly, you're being audited. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> there were there were some discrepancies, <laughs> <laughs> and I was grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we go. Vince McMahon, and Lawrence Taylor's all pro team. Um, oh, let's no. let's transport ourselves back to 1995. Okay. Um, I I was not watching no. the WWF in 1995. I was barely watching WCW in 1995. I had, I had dropped off a lot in like like 94, 95. I I popped back in when Hogan showed back up in WCW. Just I was curious. But as soon as they beat Flair, I'm like, I'm fucking done. Um, I remember watching Undertaker versus Undertaker. Um, I watched that as well. And I kind of fell out in 95. I, I told Eddie this. I didn't really get back into it until right after Austin won King of the Ring in 96. Okay, well, my question about this is, if you had been watching mm-hmm. in 95, would this match have 
made you want to get this mania? Because no, I can tell you from as a kid, no, no, one hundred percent. I can tell you that um, my my friend Eric Kinsler, shout out childhood friend Eric Kinsler, invited me to come to his house where he and his father had rented a cable box to get the the uh, pay per view for WrestleMania eleven, and I was like, nah, I'm good. So no, I turned down the opportunity to see I this was live. Seven at this point. So no, I didn't really know who Lawrence Taylor was. No, I didn't get it. My brother did. No, and he thought it was like interesting and stuff. Cause me and him, like he's the one that got me into wrestling. But so he's like, "Oh, LT's wrestling Bam Bam Bigelow," and I knew who Bam Bam was from ninety three, ninety four stuff. But like, we didn't order the pay per view because of it. My brother was like, "LT will probably win." Crazy thing is, they just announced all the All Pro team. They all came down here. Mongo got a huge fucking pop. Yeah, as he should. Yeah, he's the he's one of the best four horsemen of all time. I feel, I feel even sad even saying that out loud. I apologize. I feel like he got a bigger pop than Reggie White because he'd actually done something on the show. Reggie yeah. Reggie White. This is where here's coma. <laughs> oh yeah, here here's where we get another edit here in a second because because they're about to take a shot at comma. He's about to take a shot at comma here. Reggie fucking move. Yeah, get out of the way. I'm about to knock his ass out. Boom. There it is. Nice shot. But then you're going to see you're gonna see King Kong Bundy jump up. Oh, it looks here. like Tatanka gets no. blasted. Yeah, now, he gets blasted. Now think how. By Spillman. And he you know, Spillman almost went over the top. And they, cut. they cut right they there. Cut. Would that moment have been better if earlier in the night, if Mongo had uh, interrupted uh, him? Yeah, taking I would have yeah. really liked that a lot better. Or they'd had some kind of confrontation backstage. But. It's also interesting to point out during this match, the official is Pat Patterson. I think I told Travis, I believe Pat is in there to help keep control and help LT. Yeah. Yep. So speaking of LT, do you know who uh, quote unquote trained him for this match? Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow. You know who Vince McMahon says trained LT Diesel. for this match? Diesel. And Diesel's and, not out there. Yeah, which I know Diesel just had his match. I guess you don't want him out there to take shine away from, from the main event. If it, if Hogan had been there, he absolutely would have, but that's beside the point. Hogan would have used a chair and then put Miss Elizabeth on his shoulders. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, so funny, if there's a funny thing here really quick. So Bam Bam is walking out. He has his cool interest jacket. He goes and gets heat with uh, salt and pepper. He takes his jacket off, immediately puts his jacket right back on, gets in the ring, takes his jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want them... Them hoes getting their sweats on his uh, his fancy new ring jacket. Watch. Puts he's, it he's right back on. It's going to be badass. I'm wear a leather his, jacket. Uh, his tits are showing. That was a pretty cool jacket. Though. Bill after almost got knocked out there. I don't even saw that. Takes it right <laughs> off. Literally takes it right back off. Oh, man. Watch the cartwheels. I mean, there's a lot of eyes on Bam Bam that he's never probably going to get back again after this. In in uh, in the pantheon of much lauded WrestleMania matches uh, that shouldn't have been the main event, arguably, where do you where do you rank this one? The main events of Mania? Yeah, I mean, like as far as because I mean the the other one that people argue is like Miz and um uh and Cena shouldn't have main evented. You could probably argue that um uh Triple H and um Jericho. Jericho, and Jericho shouldn't have main evented. Like is is like from the perspective of like a match that shouldn't have well, made it WrestleMania. Is this is well, this number you gotta one? You got to look at WrestleMania twenty five. 
Triple H Orton shouldn't have might have been in that mania. Yeah, you know, I'm actually going to say that. Should have been Taker Sean. The Taker Sean tw- Taker Sean 26 remain events because it's career. You, you got to think too, man. How much the business was down in '95 all across the board. It wasn't just WWE or WWF. It was WCW as well. I don't. They still drew. They still had 340 thousand buys, which doesn't sound like a lot, but considering the talent that they had and the way that they were pushing the product, LT looks like a star there. By, by the way, yeah. Uh, by the way, I don't think that this is even their their highest buy rate of this year. I will tell you Curious. that. I don't think Miz and John Cena is that bad of a main event. I because do. Because it's for the title. It may be for the but title, the but the Miz absolutely, at that point, should no. have never been the fucking champion. But anything else on that show really couldn't main event it either. 27 is low-key a bad main event. I'll tell you the one the one that doesn't deserve to be the main event, or in my opinion, is Hogan Cena did not deserve to be the main event. Absolutely, or, or WrestleMania absolutely. Yeah. It definitely didn't need the, to be the final match. The story of that the story of that mania is Savage Flair, and the story of that mania should have been Flair Hogan. Yeah, and well, for I guess some it, reason egos got in the well, way. Well, no, I think the reason was they didn't want Sid didn't have a problem losing on the way out because it was supposed to be a DQ, but because <laughs> Hogan was Hogan was going to be leaving. Flair, I guess, you know, they didn't want to do business. They always said it was because, you know, they, they had terrible house house show matches. It's because Hogan was leaving and he didn't want to, he couldn't be champion. Do, do, you, do re- you know why Hogan, Hogan and Flair had, quote unquote, uh, bad house show attendance? Because you fucking of- did, you, you gave away your biggest money making match on a fucking house show loop. On the West Coast of all places, yeah. too. <sighs> Fuck. Where you should have put it in the East Coast market to it, see how it was going to do. It drew, it drew decently at Madison Square Garden, and it fucking bombed on the West Coast. Because after the first time, like, okay, well, Hogan beat him. Who fucking cares? It, <sighs> if Hogan hadn't been going to make a movie, I'm pretty sure, I, I'm thinking that might have been your main event more than that. Here's the thing right quick, since we're talking about that. Um, you know how much money LT got made made for this match? Like three million dollars? No, I mean Bam Bam. Sorry, Bam Bam. I don't know how much. Oh, two fifty. Uh, uh, yeah, half Bam Bam got paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars to lose the Bam Bam Big Award. Or tell. I mean LT <laughs> for twelve minutes of work. I'd have took that shit. And he also had the promise that he was going to get a babyface push, which he did start <laughs> to get, but then he left the company. Well, you know, well your babyface push is um orchestrated entirely on fighting against the group you were just in. The the wonderful, wonderful star-making group of the Million Dollar Corporation. Like, that's that's doomed to fail. Well, okay. Okay. Okay, Brandon. Okay. So, I don't have a whole lot on this match because, I mean, it's just... It is, it, it is what it is. LT I've, has a great showing in this match, all things considering. Bam Bam, he you can tell... the fuck up. You can tell Bam, Bam, look, he's telling him to clothesline him. Clothesline me. He's, clo- he's, he's like, clothesline me. Clothesline me. Covered his mouth. Boom. He feeds into it. Clothesline. How many million dollar corporation members have main evented WrestleMania? <laughs> Far too many. Well, let's start. We're going to roll it back to uh, WrestleMania 4 because the million dollar man. Oh, you can go back to WrestleMania 2, bitch. Uh, oh, shit. You're right. King yeah. Kong, King Bundy, Kong Bundy at 2. Uh, million dollar man at 4. 5. We don't have one. 6. No. 7. 8. You had Sid, Sid versus Hogan. Ugh. Sid versus Hogan. Nine. We did not. not. Nine, you do not. Ten, Ten did not. not. Eleven. You're Bam Bam Bigelow. Eleven. 
12 you do not. 13 you do. Ten, Sid. Ten. Okay. Sid. Okay. Yeah. 14. Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. That's where I was. 15. 15. Steve Austin. 16. Hang on. No. Nope. You do not. Thank you for calling it 16. <laughs> You're 17. Welcome. You do. Steve Austin. 18. Do not. You don't. You could technically say it, but I mean, no, because Austin's not it. 19 is the well, one. Eight, well, at yeah. the main event of 18 yeah. is, uh, yeah. is, uh, Rock Hogan. Technically, no, the main it, event it is, is Jericho. Jericho and but we know what the main event is. You could technically was. say 19 because they build as a triple main event as Austin again, but he's not the last thing on the card. 20, technically, it's Chris Benoit because Ben was Eight and a half right now. Call it a half. <laughs> 21 is no. No. 22. Is I think at the no. after that I think that's going to be about about the end of it. But that's think, that's yeah. eight and a half main events. <laughs> eight and a half main events for million dollar corporation members. Can you say there is a better? How many? How many of those were Austin? <laughs> <laughs> but you got to also think they may have invented more WrestleManias than Hulk Hogan. Good for them. The million dollar corporation made invented more WrestleManias than Hulk Hogan, so they are the most dominant faction I'm in WWF history. I'm snacks. Suck a dick, you Canadian bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna eat Doritos right now really loudly to drown out my sorrow. <laughs> I win. And if Santa Claus would have had a WrestleMania in fucking December, he would have made a bit of two to suck it. So I also looked up something interesting too. Um, I don't. I cannot remember if this was Meltzer's or if this was PWI. But do you know what? what do you guys want to know what the feud of 1995 was according to them? What? I'll give versus Dungeon Doom. No. What? Take a guess, Brady. This. <clears throat> um, men on a mission. <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. Let's say it gets a little bit extreme. Oh my god! Surely it can't be fucking Shane Douglas and no, uh, it's Raven and Tommy Dreamer, isn't it? No, it's Axel and Ian Rotten. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> fucking kill yourself, Dave Meltzer. I can't remember if it was Meltzer or if it was PWI, but it was. Dude, just just no, <laughs> fuck off. Right oh, look now. at that! I think I think I mean all things can. When we break down celebrity matches, what would you say is? You know, maybe your top three celebrity matches, and maybe like your top three or two worst ones. But as much as like on paper, I should absolutely hate this. I actually really like this match, and um, LT undefeated at WrestleMania, <laughs> um, um, which is why he should have been the one to uh, to face uh, Taker. Taker <laughs> either <laughs> actually I take breaks his leg like Feisman. <laughs> actually, I take that back. The person who should have ended uh, Taker's streak was the Gobbledygooker because they debuted at the same show. Um, but if but if he wasn't available, if Hedrick Guerrero had th- Guerrero. things to do, if he had to take a siesta, then fucking <laughs> then, <laughs> then LT um, LT absolutely should have been. The one. Anyway, so but yeah, this this is a surprisingly good match. Um, really, when you look at like wrestler involvement, I mean, it all. Andy Kaufman has got to be the most iconic. Um, Mr. T is fucking terrible, but the first, the WrestleMania main event is the only thing I would recommend on the the first WrestleMania uh, 
Doesn't it, T have a match in WCW that's fucking god awful? Is it? Doesn't he wrestle? He either wrestles uh, Sullivan, Sullivan, yeah, Sullivan or R. Anderson one. I can't remember, but it's fucking terrible. And then he has that match where he uh, he refs and he's wearing like a fucking nightcap. Night yeah, it's like a like a night like an eighteen hundreds nightcap, and it's striped like a ref shirt. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Uh, I mean, recently I, I would give Bad Bunny credit. No, 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 no. Fuck him, uh, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. McAfee. Fuck, yes. Fucking tremendous. That guy missed out on a million dollar run. That that guy, a, a decent, decent, uh, he was a punter, right, for yeah, Colts, for the Colts. Colts. Um, but the guy, the guy's got the gift of gab. He's fucking tremendous. He, got, he just oozes with charisma. A few years earlier, if he could have broke in, that dude could have been, he'd be top star right now. Pat McAfee. Came in in a shitty year of 2020 and became the biggest heel in wrestling. He's he, he was fantastic. Yeah, and he he could work. Oh, there's some bad and, ones. And out and, there. and and to, and to be fair too, Adam Train. Cole helped. Yes, but he, a lot. but he but he'd been taking he'd been trained by, oh, yeah, by Rip Rogers, and he had his own fucking ring. Like yeah. he you know he, he put the effort in. He took it seriously. Um, he no, was good in the war games match no, there too. No fuck. Fuck Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny didn't do anything that anybody else couldn't do. He fucking jumped off some shit and got caught by people, which is like the 99% of what all wrestlers do now. That's the the basic, the, you know, like, hey, what, what should I do right now? Twelve guys will wait around and I will jump off the top rope and land on them. That, uh, boiler, also, boiler plate nonsense. Did we mention Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone? We have not mentioned that. That was actually a really good one. Worst one, Jay Leno. Jay Leno's terrible. David Arquette's terrible. Yes, both from match uh, match standpoints and as far as like drawing money. Speaking of, did you? I don't know if I sent it to you. I sent it to Brandon. That fantastic David Arquette yeah, creative wrestler. That was, I, that, I don't think I sent no, it to you. you. Holy shit, it was great. You can also like for the, on the women's side, you could throw in Mar- uh, was it Maria Menounos? She actually did not. She did pretty do, good. She did not yeah. do bad in her matches. She's yeah. she's also undefeated at WrestleMania. <laughs> But fucking like, nonsense. But like you've got look, he took care of Bam Bam um, right there. Reggie White's matches weren't bad. Kevin Green's matches weren't bad. Kevin Kevin Green's matches were fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean, but they on the scale of David Arquette, they're not. Well, I don't like yeah, the disrespect yeah. thrown on David Arquette. Yeah, let's right let's yeah. talk about Reggie White for a second. Um, Mr. I know like, Reggie White is arguably as big a deal as LT. LT. So why do you why do you think that they they decided for LT over Reggie? Is it just because LT has more personality? LT's like, retired. I guess that may at be this, Reggie White. No. At this point, had Reggie White won a, won a ring yet? No, because he was on the Eagles at this point. I think he was getting ready to become a Packer. No, or no, was he on the Packers? No, the Packers haven't won a title yet. He's, he's on the Packers. But uh, look at this. So this is the most. This is the weirdest part of this match. So he. Hurt his knee, apparently, is what they say. He hit the moonsault, but I said the re- and then he acts like he hurts his knee and rolls off the pin. The reason I think he did this was to save his finish. So he hit the finish on LT, and LT kicks out of his finish that easily. It makes his finish look super weak. It makes it look like anybody could just kick out of his finish. I feel like, also at this point, LT's like, he's just not, he's just retired from football. It's not long. And he's still got that bigger. He's got a more larger than life personality than Reggie Whitehead. 
I mean, he really did. He was like charismatic. He's going to clubs. I mean, he was he, he trash talked. Oh. He was like a Deion Sanders, but at linebacker. Yeah, but it. Oh god! Oh, oh that was Jesus! Cool. That was. He that could have easily a, landed on his ankle. That was that was so so bad that that could have been that could have been disaster. It's supposed to be like a gut wrench or maybe even a power bomb. He, he says that it was like a jackknife from Diesel. I wonder if that was supposed to have been the finish. Um, but what I was saying about LT, like he was living that like rock star lifestyle, but didn't that contribute to him like retiring? Because like, didn't wasn't it sort of like they forced him to retire? Because he didn't have like a, well, he had a real bad blow problem. Yeah, because Kevin Nash talks about that. That or who he someone got, said Bam Bam or somebody got, says it. He got arrested at practice. Oof. Um. But he was just he. I'm I'm pretty sure this was sort of like the the Michael Jordan equivalent of them like you know you know you gotta you gotta take your your vices away because you're you're hurting you know the league or, or the league or reputation. Yeah, and he, stuff. he failed drug tests in '88, and he got suspended for 30 days for doing. And that. Uh, he did he didn't like. Uh, it was, it was like three a, times for attempted drug possession. When did go. when did when did he go in the Hall of Fame? It, it had to be. Uh, I'm trying to look back and see when he was inducted here. I, he's a pro, I, he's a member I, of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I don't, I don't know why, why this is coming to mind, but I want to say he went in a couple of years after this. He went into the Hall of Fame. I'm looking back. Oh, uh, kicked out there. He was a he was a commentator. His personal life came under scrutiny in 2010 when he was arrested for having sex with a 16 year old girl. Yeah, I remember that, that. That's the reason why he's probably not in the WWE Hall of Fame. I I was working at the newspaper uh, across from the Black Lodge when 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 that happened. Uh, Taylor was had to register as a low risk sex offender because of that. He's a pro football player. There's nothing low Ooh. risk about Dude, it. Look at his shots. He they're believable as hell. Like he he looks. You know what I mean? Like it looks believable, you, and that's a lot to Bam Bam and as you well. Tell, like, like telling him, like legitimately, he was, in, he was inducted in 1999. Okay, so you know, I was four years, give or take. I was pretty close. So he hits him with that forearm. His forearms look impressive as shit, though. And then Brett, Travis, didn't you say that he uh, that he could not legitimately walk back to the? Oh, oh yeah, no, they had to pick so him up. Blown up. Yeah, they they have it. It, it comes off as there like this, like. Uh, um, boom! Nice moment of like you know the team gathering around their you know their you know their hero or everything, but he like legitimately couldn't get up, or so the story says. God, nineteen nineties tracksuits. If you Fantastic. want, if, if you want to look like like a Jewish woman on uh, the you know. Uh, Fucking uh, Staten Island boardwalk. That's <laughs> what that looks like. This is an African American I mean, gentleman, but if his name was Morty Goldman, I would for UNC <laughs> Chapel Hill too, boys. I remember that. So good. The wild thing is about this edit is you know they Salt and Pepper plays what a man for Lawrence Taylor, but it's edited off this edition. So literally, like, Mania just cuts to black. Like they they hold him up here and like they show the thing with DiBiase's going back down there chastising Bam Bam and then it pretty much just cuts out that like yeah right here he says you have embarrassed me as if this faction was not an embarrassment to begin <laughs> I with I mean fucking Bundy didn't lose you know whatever to take her to a fucking flying clothesline so I mean what can you fucking say to that but like, that's what I don't I mean like I get it because they played some generic music and showed me the fucking thing there's a son 
He looks just like him, by the way. But, like, he was one and done. Like, they literally say that there is, like, the first and only time. Let, let me ask you this. Um, under different circumstances, uh, do you do you think there's any potential for, you know, rematch or... Uh, See, and the pay-per-view just ends out of nowhere. I could have seen... With the way it ends, and then Bam Bam becomes a babyface, then they I don't see why they couldn't have tagged up at SummerSlam or something against the Million Dollar Corporation. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe or LT. Six, they six probably could. Tag. They probably couldn't afford LT for another show. But if they had done something like that, and you know, had a redemption arc, and like you know, you gave my respect, you know, I was I was in the wrong, you know, um, he's you know what, I got you back, and and uh, I was trying to see how much money he actually made off this show. And I can't find it anywhere. I offhand, I want to say it was million. three. I want to say it was three million dollars, but I might be just making that up. I don't know where I'm pulling that from. But I mean, I th- he had to make a bunch of money. But I think I want to say it's probably about five hundred thousand. Yeah, think they're they're hurting for money. They're not going to give him three million dollars. I I, I want to say that it was in the millions. I I and I, I might be wrong, and if I am, I'll I'll eat my words. But I I want to say that it was. Close to, if not multi-millions. So, we're at the end of the show, guys. Would you say this episode is ruined or redeemed? <sighs> I'm I'm really conflicted because... Watching it now, because I mean, we I, I feel like the same with the Rumble. This is... Going through and watching the Raw episodes is kind of giving you more perspective on what you're watching. Ultimately, and I'm just... And I know that I'm, I'm viewed it... You know, this is probably the third time I've ever seen this WrestleMania, and there's a reason. It's just not very good. And it's not even that it's bad, like uncensored bad. It's just ultimately forgettable. And there's, it's like Travis said, it's a two-match mania, and I just don't think that those two matches were enough to to captivate me. So, reluctantly, I'm still going to give this a ruined. Travis. Ruined or redeemed? Well, everything going on with it, and like the fact that LT has nothing else to do with wrestling after this, like no Hall of Fame induction, no nothing. Like he doesn't really mention it at all. I mean, and the the King Kong Bundy Undertaker match was fucking god awful. The 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 Allied Powers with the Blue Brothers made no sense. Uh, Brett and Backlund that match was terrible. I'm going ruined. I think we still. I still have this view that uncensored was so bad that everything else is better than that. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, and I, like, no, you're I, not this, wrong. I, I love. Wrong. I love. Like, I mean, like, I, I love joking with you guys, but like, sincerely, like that show was so bad that it, it is literally making everything else seem better. Um, I do think this show, watching the Raws building up to it, it's better than I remember, but it's not a good show. I. I really do believe that no, fucking it's eight o'clock. My, my alarm's going off. Brannel, uh, Brannel, take your meds. Brannel over here, but I. <laughs> Brannel, um, but I think, like I said it before on here, that this is like a glorified in your house show, or a glorified raw show. I mean, I might, I might change my mind if this was called anything other than WrestleMania, but, but the, having that stamp on there and you have a certain expectation, I can't help but give yeah. it anything other than ruined. Yeah, and and the, I know you guys said this is a two-match show. I actually believe it's a three-match show, and it's going to surprise you guys here in a little bit, but I am also going to say ruined. Um, I think that the the 
uh, Razor uh, Jarrett match did not live up to the hype. Fucking King Kong Bundy is still the worst wrestler in 95. I don't care what anybody says. No one's going to change my mind. Uh, Brett and Backlund, it could have been a lot better. Uh, Sean and Diesel, I, I mean, I, I get the story they're telling. It's just, to me, I, I needed more flash. You made a good point why there wasn't. Uh, and I think that LT and Bam was actually, for what it was, was pretty good. But I'm going to say ruined. What would you guys say is uh, the match of the night? <sighs> Sean and Diesel. I, I, it, it, because it, it impacts everything going forward. Now, from, from, from a spectacle standpoint, it's, it's LT and Bam Bam, and that leaves you with a, a good feeling, but it ultimately amounts to nothing going forward. So I'm going to have to say Sean and Diesel. I'm going to surprise you, too, because this, this is a conversation me and Eddie had. I'm going Owen and Yoko versus the Guns. I feel like that's the match of the night because it gets everybody in the match over the surprise of Yoko Zuna. Owen Hart is a fucking gem in that match. <laughs> um, I agree. I mean, and I just feel like it builds to what it's supposed to and sets the sit you in course for Owen and Yoko to take over the summer in the tag division. Because the tag division is so stale at this point. I needed something. I am pleasantly surprised with how good I enjoyed Owen Hart and Yoko versus the Smoking Guns. Smoking Guns have grown on me so much since starting to do this podcast that I feel like people slept on them of how well of a tag team they actually are. Um, I, I mean, like I said, me and Travis talked about it. I still have to go Sean and, and Diesel as the match of the night. But Owen... And that tag match is literally right there with it for me. Um, which leads us to who was the MVP? Oh, man. Uh, Travis, you go first. I don't want to go first. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'll go first. Owen Hart. Owen Hart is my MVP for this fucking show because everything he did in that match meant something. Yeah, you're, you're right. Every single thing he did, every little woo! Every the fucking poke in the eye. The fact that he the he, was it uh, Billy Gunn was bonsai dropped. Owen pulls him. Gonna sharpshooter. Fuck that. Pin him. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm going to go Bam Bam Bigelow because he carries that main event. He makes sure Lawrence Taylor gets to where he needs to be. He makes sure Lawrence Taylor looks like a million bucks. He had the weight of WrestleMania on his shoulders. He's going in with a guy that's not trained. Doesn't know a fucking headlock from a wrist lock because, I mean, he tries to fucking hold on to a headlock one time that's not even there in his match. I mean, I feel like if Bam Bam's not the guy in there, that match could fall apart. Your main event for WrestleMania is dead in the water without Bam Bam Bigelow. And that's why I feel like he's the MVP. Like, he, he's the guy that he, he makes it. He makes that main event at least hold up. I agree with that. Uh, wholeheartedly. Fuck. <laughs> I don't I, I, I almost want to, I mean, you, you guys both make valid points, and I would probably lean just a hair more to fucking Bam Bam because it was the entire weight of the show on him. But I'm gonna, but I'm gonna ultimately say Owen because he entertained the fuck out of me. So I mean, in the case could be made for Shawn Michaels. Oh, absolutely! No, Shawn Michaels sandbags Diesel. So ultimately, <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
put him in the slightly lesser column. I'm going. I'm going to stick with Bam Bam. I think. I think without him, that whole show is the worst. Would, well, it's two to would, one, would so be, you lose, bitch. Would be the worst mania of all. Just like all the title defenses that you'll never have. Well, fuck okay. you. So. Guys, to me, this this episode, even watching this, I've watched this two days in a row now. This episode of of Wrestling Ruined actually was not terrible to watch. It was not a great show, but... Oh, well, I'll tell you, watching it with you guys was so much easier than watching it by myself. Well, I watched it with Travis, well, too, so that helped, I believe. Here, here's my question. After watching it back and watching the Raws up to this WrestleMania, do, do you still consider it... Would you consider this WrestleMania... I'm going to give you five manias and tell me if this is the worst one out of them. You have two, nine, 11, 27, and then I'm going to throw, let's just say 19 in there. 19's a great WrestleMania. 19 does <laughs> like, not suck. It sucks. No, it does it not. Does. Probably Lesnar almost dies in the main event. <laughs> Oh, yeah. dude, but that match is great, Booker though. T and Triple H fight over racism. <laughs> He's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> the best match on that fucking card is Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho. Fight me. It's the only match you need to watch on that show. The Austin Rock card. 3, you dumb it's fuck. Not, it's not it's a great okay. match. It's not a great match for this Austin's last significant. match. Significant. But that's just... Uh, Undertaker fights fucking A-Train and Nathan... I mean, Big Show. His t- teammate with Nathan Jones is so damn green, he can't even be in the match. Dude, he fucking kicks Big Show in the fucking head, and that 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 one maneuver is better than anything on this show. I so. literally forgot Austin Rock on the fucking show for a second. <laughs> hey, dumb bitch. But the main the title matches are trash. Man, WrestleMania two is just bad. Dude, remember what I just said about fucking King Kong Bundy being the worst wrestler yeah. in '95? Put him in the main event and in a fucking cage against Hogan. But at least he bleeds, right? Think King Kong Bundy? Yeah. Or does Hogan bleed? Somebody bleeds in that cage. I- I'm still going to say two, man. I say WrestleMania 9 is the worst mania. Nothing happens of any substance except for Hogan winning the belt. Yeah, but at the very least, WrestleMania 9 has the cool aesthetic. And you get Bobby Heenan riding in on the you know the, the elephant backwards. It, it, it's memorable mostly for bad reasons, but I would, I, I would I gladly s- watch WrestleMania 9 rather than WrestleMania 2. WrestleMania 2 has a tag match, and that's fucking it. Well, I'll take it back. Elvira, Sa- Elvira's twins. You have Russell, but you also have Savage versus George Steele over Elizabeth. Then. That's not a good match, though. No, George Steele is not great. Not. Tell me a good match at WrestleMania 9. I actually prefer the uh, Steiner Brothers and the Head Shrinkers. But I'm a Steiner Brothers Martin. That's okay. Uh, Tataka and fucking, Shawn Michaels would be fucking better ruined. if there was actually a fucking end to fucking it. Fucking ruin, ruin my draft prospects by already <laughs> drafting them, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, guys, so we'll, we'll put the, we'll 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 let that one marinate a little while. We'll come back on the next episode. Yes, Mister T and Piper at WrestleMania too. He hates that fucking match. I fucking <laughs> hate that match. The only redeeming thing is that Piper gets pissed off and throws his legit throws the fucking stool. The at Bulldogs him. win the tag belts from the Dream and, Team. And I said, "There's a good tag match, and that's it." Terry Funk's on that show with Hossfun. Unfortunately, misused. <laughs> We'll come back to that, guys. Like I said, next episode. I, we'll, I, I, we'll, hate, I hate two and nine. I don't like twenty-seven either. I don't feel like nothing happens at twenty-seven. I couldn't even tell you a single match other than the main event on WrestleMania twenty-seven, and I don't want you to tell me Triple any H matches. And I don't give a fuck. Shit, shit. Pop, I don't Gordon. fucking care, Gordon, Travis. Shit. I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we're getting towards the end here. I'm super cereal. <laughs> super cereal. <laughs>
Excelsior! Brandon, tell us about rants, buddy. Well, well before we do that, uh, do we want to kind of tip the hat what we're doing next, or we do we not know what not, we're not, doing? Not yet. We'll, we'll, we'll allude to that. We might surprise everybody on that. Okay. Because I don't uh, want to do that. I don't want to do that one that I showed you. It was bad, dude. It was really, it was really bad. bad. It was bad. All right. So, uh, Rants of the Black Lodge podcast. You can follow us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. You can uh, visit our homepage at JuicyKruger.com. Um, uh, we got new episodes here Drop today uh, as we're taping, as we're taping, uh, Cannon and Cup. And later on in the month, we've got Maniac. And, uh, and then coming up in October, we're going to be doing Halloween three. Uh, the very first episode Eddie and uh, myself ever did on uh, rants together. First co-host. I love you, Darcy. Yeah. Uh, Please, please be on this show. We're, we're trying to get we're trying to get Darcy to uh, to uh, share her love for uh, Tom Atkins, and then later on in uh, in October, uh, me and a, a, a person to be chosen, TBD or TBA, Ernest Scared Stupid, just a just a fun dumb watch along for Rams After Dark. Great movie. I, I love Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. Sorry, Hold you on. didn't think I could find <laughs> this time of year. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, fucking NGW, we just had our uh, Uncivil War show on uh, Sunday. Um, Crowd-wise, was about identical, maybe even a few more than what we had at the Party Bowl. So, huge crowd. Every single match fucking delivered. Uh, I had our uh, commentators say that Josh Alexander versus Davey Richards was the best match he's ever seen live. Ever. Um, uh, remind me, who, who was back? And he was better than ever. Uh, Eric Bischoff was in the house and introduced our new title belt that Brandon kind of spoiled on one of our old episodes. Motherfucker, I didn't know that. I don't. I didn't know he was a state champion. The Eastern States Championship. Eric Bischoff got to uh, kind of unveil it. Eric Bischoff. I dealt with him the whole evening that he was there. Super, super guy. I did not want to ask him wrestling ruined questions to bug the shit out of him, but I'm very grateful that we got to inter- interact and a uh, super Dude, nice guy. I'll tell you what, I would have done. I would have fucking asked him. You know why? Because I'm deserving of the adulation. What was that adulation. shit? What was up with Uncensored '95? What the fuck? Yeah, he, he looked really tired. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bug him any more than what he was already been bugged. But uh, we had a great show. I mean, uh, Shug D. Sugar Dunkton is the uh, is the first ever uh, NGW Eastern States champion, willing to defend that championship in any of the Eastern states. So uh, it's going to be a traveling title for the region, boys. So I'm really excited for that. Just none of you California assholes. Yeah, bitch. Uh, I'm just kidding. Thanks for subscribing. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Stallion Rogers, a.k.a. Kurt Stallion, and Mance Warner beat the fucking piss out of each other. Uh, I can sit here and tell you guys, this is the first show I think we've ever had. I mean, with independent wrestling, you do have sometimes where people fuck up moves or something happens. Not once. Not one time during this show there was a fuck up. Every single match brought it, and uh, we appreciate everyone who came out and supported us. Uh, as uh, it's getting closer, and I'm actually about to announce... Uh, Dan Housen as our first uh, announcement for our nightmare uh, in the old city. So I'm excited. Brandon, Brandon Brandon's uh, indifferent of uh, Dan mm-hmm. Housen. But definitely check us out, guys. Very uh, evil. At Next Gen TN. Very evil. <laughs> very, very nice. Very, very nice. Evil. Very evil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> check us out at Next Gen TN on all social media platforms. Tickets will be available as well uh, for that show at, at Jackson Terminal in Knoxville um, at nextgentn.net slash tickets. Travis. Oh, still peddling stuff over at uh, TGL The Man 12 on eBay. i uh, getting ready to put up a bunch of uh, wrestling shirts from that I've had hanging in the closet that I haven't really worn a whole while lately. Um, 
Uh, there's some good stuff in there. Just sold while we we're on this podcast a copy of Mega Matches 1995 with Eddie's favorite wrestler of 1995, King Kong Bundy, on the front cover for $85. So there's a lot of rare stuff over there. A lot of tapes from 95 are hard to get. You had special order them through uh, magazines, and I've lucked into a few. Thank God. Um, Thank God you own them because uh, <laughs> I, I would hate that somebody <laughs> wouldn't be able to get them. Got that one off of Etsy for 10 bucks. So I turned around and made a pretty nice profit. But um, So so whoever bought that, you fucked up. <laughs> also, Travis also won a Brett the Hitman Heart uh, ringside exclusive uh, King of the Ring figure. In a raffle. In a raffle, which we, we, we realized we're going to start dominating these raffles. We're just going to start taking them all over and then we're just going to split the profits we make from these figures. Also, nice little last podcast I talked about how the uh, DDP... Uh, Legends figure was going for over two hundred bucks, and I got in on the sweet spot. I put mine in. There was two more: one for two fifty, one for two forty, and I sold mine for two ten. Shipped that bad boy out today. So if you bought that, it's on the way. Yeah, and you also made a terrible decision because they <laughs> dropped, dropped. They they also dropped the um, knowledge that they're going to produce more and put them out during uh, this summer of uh, whatever they call for Target, like the summer of. I don't know what they call it. Some kind of toy thing. So they re-released us. They're re-releasing the DDP. So you paid $190 over what you should have. But I will put that in my pocket. Good shit. And we also just got those uh, Hogan's on pre-order. Any, Ultimate Hogan's. Oh, yeah. They got pushed back to next year, of course. And uh, the Undertaker, Ultimate Undertaker and Kane dropped today on a Skip, Big Bad Toy Store. Skip pre-ordered and, uh, those. Ringside and stuff. So you got some good stuff coming out. Uh, yeah, that's debatable. Brandon, Brandon want to talk about some Project Louder? Or maybe that, that cut TJ Bowser. Bowser. Well, that subscriber count. Well, before we uh, get into TJ Bowser, don't forget to follow uh, Wrestling Ruined on social media yeah. at Wrestling Ruined. Uh, Travis is uh, displaying a very beautifully designed uh, t shirt you can buy in our uh, web store. Link where in the is, description below. Where's my Paul A. Roma shirt? So I've got it. You know what, Travis? I might just, <laughs> I might do it later. Um, Kick my leg out of your lecture. But uh, yeah, please, please check our uh, our podcast network out, ProjectLouder.net, um, uh, helmed by our good buddy TJ Bowser. Um, a lot of great things and other great podcasts. So you know, if you want, to, if you like podcasts and you got a wide variety of topics and uh, you know, and interest, you know, there's probably something on. Project Louder that's going to uh, catch your attention. So please, please check them out at projectlouder.net. Yeah, guys. So uh, as we roll out, I, of course, am Eddie Shepard, along with Travis Lasseter and Brandon A. Lang. Um, wishing you guys, you know, the best. Take care. Uh, take care of yourself. Oh, Be safe. Oh, what you got, buddy? Um, this, this drops when? This will be next Saturday, right? Not this Saturday, next Saturday. It'll be the day before my motherfucking birthday. Happy birthday to Travis. So it drops on September 11th, and my birthday is the 12th. Uh, So happy birthday to fucking me. I'm flipping Travis off right now. Because he wants to fuck me. No. Remember this this extended middle finger, because this right here is the representation of every present that I have you. Oh, fuck you. They they are so good. Fuck you. So good. God, I can't wait to open them on the next podcast. (laughs) Because we we got to that bonus podcast, too, guys, where we book 95, so I can get my my damn championship back. Or get my championship around my waist. If you you wouldn't have such an erratic schedule, oh, God, Travis, (laughs) you got to go work. You have you gotta go fucking work. He's gotta take stupid pictures of his fiance <laughs> that I'm gonna 
uh, Photoshop Eddie into to make it really <laughs> like, weird. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I will be back next weekend so we can record if anybody's available. Dude, I'm down. I'm down. I'm ready but for this fucking draft. I am too. I'm ready to job or heavy, win the thing, and just take the belt. It's not going to happen. Barry Horowitz. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, guys. Y'all take it easy and uh, be safe out there. Bye. 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 Fuck you, Bye. 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 Bye.